to another episode of podcast 572 as always i'm your host kyle i'm joined by my two friends dan and matt um we are going to go over in pretty fine detail uh spider-man 2 i have 100 percent it dan you've 100 percent it mm-hmm. even matt has, is playing some of it you're not you have not gotten to the end of the story but oh, no. we uh we definitely are gonna go in in great length about it um but before we get to spider-man i might as well go through what i've been playing other than that, which isn't much, because most of my time this last two weeks was devoted to Spider-Man, along with real-life shit, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, so I have played, the, the first thing I'll, I'll mention here, I have played the first hour of Alan Wake 2. I actually just got done playing the first uh, hour of it. So I have loaded it up. Um, that So a couple things. That game has some audio issues, which I learned tonight. Uh, right before this recording. So that game opens kind of jarring with like, you You obviously get a cutscene of Alan Wake. He does like a little bit of a narration, but then you take over the control of a naked man that is like Ooh. in uh, like this like river area, like out in that Bright Falls town, right? And so, because they kind of start scanning over. I'm like, boy, this is an Alan Wake. I don't know what's going on. Um, I was gonna capture footage. I couldn't because uh, they they show full nudity <laughs> of this model. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm not recording this. But what ends up happening? Very minor spoiler. Should I go look for is, Should I go look for Alan Wake two archive streams on Twitch after this? Should, yeah, see people. Because I will say, like when I started this game, there was no warning or anything of that. There's nudity in this game, like none at all. Well, I, that's I, because I just, you're a big boy and you don't read the ESRB ratings. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. You start the game as this character, and I mean, again, very minor spoiler, but this is one of the murder victims. So okay. you're kind of disoriented out in the woods, and then you've seen in the trailer, like, those people wearing the deer antlers and shit, they come and kill you, basically. Okay. And then you shift perspective from that person to the FBI lady. And then probably my favorite part of the game already, and probably will be my favorite part of the game, but Sam Lake, who's in the game as the... as the other FBI guy, but it is not his voice. It is the voice of that uh, James McCaffrey guy that did the voice of Max Payne and all those other characters oh, okay. from these games, and it's fantastic. So, they, like, every time they've made a game together with that guy, it's always great. He just, all he does in this, and, and like, there are heavy elements, as I expected, of, like, Twin Peaks and Hannibal, but, like, literally all this thing that this guy is talking about is, we should get some coffee. Well, of course. And that's pretty great. So I, I made it up to like the beginning of it. Like you kind of do this, uh, you're doing part of like the, basically it's the crime scene. So you're doing all that kind of stuff, but then you can go into what she refers to as like her mind palace, which is like you hit the back button and it's cool. Cause it's on an SSD. So it immediately loads. Like there's no load time. And oh, you're okay. kind of in this like room that she kind of envisions in her head. 
And then that's where you have like your case board. So you can put all these different clues on this wall and kind of put things together to see what's going on. So was there an element in this game that's kind of like the Sherlock Holmes games play out where like you get pieces and you have to put it together or is it automatically done for you? It's not automatically done, but it's very heavily guided is what I would tell you. So it's not, it's yeah, it's not very puzzle based. Like quote, like fail it kind of a thing. It's more like, like, okay, I'll I'll put it this way. If you try to put a picture in the wrong place, she's like, that doesn't seem right. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's not fine. like a Sherlock like skateboard, like it'll let you fail constantly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so there's there's that element of it that's that that is really really cool. But then at the same time, like as you're going through this, you find the first manuscript page, which is from Alan Wake. So you know the game's going to be weird like that because he's writing the story of these characters, right. and they're starting to realize like something weird's going on here because they're realizing the story that this guy's writing. Um, so I know it's going to be wacky. I've read a bunch of, like, I've read any spoilers on the game, but I have read that it is a wild fucking game, <laughs> like Control. So I'm very excited, uh, to, to dig more into it, but that's literally, I was like the first hour. So, uh, it looks tremendous, but the other thing that I had an issue with, um, and I had to look it up. So in that beginning part, when I wake up, when you wake up as the naked man, the sound all of a sudden was muffled for me. And I thought, oh, it makes sense. It's trying to simulate like this guy's like an in-game kind of a exactly thing, right, right. And so I played through that entire part with like this very muffled sound, and then I get to the next cutscene where these FBI people are talking, and it's still muffled. I'm like, eh, something's oh, wrong whoops. here. So I saved, went back in, and the sound was fine. I went and looked on on Reddit. Sure enough, now the game has some known audio issues that they're working on patching. So okay. that that is one thing I'll throw out there, like. There's some audio issues in this game, but it didn't like even just backing out and doing that. As long as it doesn't happen a bunch for me, I, it's not really like a game breaker right. for me. It's one of those things where the like, game it starts and then it gets progressively worse. And you have to put out. And all <laughs> yeah, <this> exactly. <laughs> yeah. The game looks phenomenal, like visually, like they've pushed that engine that they use for control somehow much further. God. So, um, but it, it does have performance and quality mode. I was playing on performance mode. It, it runs great. I didn't see any issues. I watched the, uh, Digital Foundry video earlier this week, and they they didn't really have any issues with the, at least the Xbox version. So other than audio, um, so that I briefly played an hour of that. Um, I I streamed for the last uh for Halloween. I decided to stream the Escape the Backrooms. I don't know if you've heard of this game. I've seen I've seen it. You have yeah. seen it? Okay, mm-hmm. it's creepy. Um, just because it had like I didn't turn it down because it has that like ambient noise you would expect from that kind of area. Sure, like, you can hear like a oh, vent yeah. in the background and stuff, and it was too loud. Um, so I had to turn that down. But yeah, there's like a creature that kind of follows you around. It has um, it I, I think believe it's up to four player co op, and I think it'd be more fun with with multiple people. It's not really a, a fantastic oh, solo yeah, experience. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I played that on stream. I thought that was a lot of fun, and then. Um, I'm going to read this email and then I'm going to talk about RoboCop because I have something to say about RoboCop as well, but this ties into GameStop as well, but I wanted to read this at the beginning of the show. It comes to us from Barry from Stafford, Texas. Hey guys, I have to rant on GameStop. Yes, I know times are worse than ever for them, but I've lost any faith I had shopping with them. I used to pre-order everything there, but too often now and I've gone in to pick up a game only to be told they don't have it yet and that it'll be in soon but was delayed. This is on launch day. Today was the last straw. I went in to pick up my copy of RoboCop and was told there's a shortage and they may not have it by mid-November. I canceled my reserves and I'm done. Guess it's Best Buy or Amazon for me. So... 
Um, and that's, this will go on to RoboCop. So RoboCop, apparently there's a big shortage on this game all around. So I, oh. uh, earlier this week, I, I pulled the trigger and was like, fine, I'm going to get, Ro- I, like, I want to play the game. The reviews came out. They're exactly what I expected. Right. They're, They're like what we talked sevens. about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you're a fan of yeah. the movie, you're going to fucking love the game. So I was like, all right, fine. It sold me. And I was like, I better get it now because I feel like Black Friday, you're not going to be able to find the game. And that was my my thought process. Well, yeah. <laughs> so my Best Buy order is still not shipped. And I got a message mm. last night that basically says it's been delayed. You may get it by November 16th. If not, we'll cancel it at that point. So apparently it's a shortage everywhere. I'm going to see. I got to go to Walmart tomorrow. I'm going to see if they have any copies of this game randomly. If they do, I'll pick it up and just cancel my Best Buy reserve. But apparently RoboCop is uh, pretty... Pretty sought after. Well, so I'm sure <laughs> it's one of those, they just didn't make sure a lot of copies. Yeah, I'm sure it's one of those games where they just thought that we don't know how much traction we're going to get for a RoboCop game in 2023. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, how many physical <laughs> copies should we print? Especially like you know, we talked about how Walmart's starting to get is phasing out Xbox and yeah, where are we going with all this? You can just buy the game. Like I know you don't want to for obvious reasons, but like you could just get it digitally, and it's not a problem. I could, yeah. So, I did think about that, but this is one I actually I don't really know, want to own. I don't know how many companies, especially for like, you know, we talked about it, like B B tier games, are yeah. are concerned with actually making that many physical copies of stuff anymore because they could sell you know quote unquote infinite copies of this online. But it is a bummer. Like it's because it makes you realize, like for for me like buying some of the weird rpg shit i like or like exactly if they, yeah. if they were yeah. ever to make a digimon game again like i have to reserve it i have to get that, the day one or it disappears yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. there isn't that big of a market for for that stuff and i mean look at alan wake you can't buy a physical copy no and that was the other that that was kind of my other thing on this game specifically it's like all right i just had to buy alan wake digitally i kind of really want robocop as a physical copy so like yeah. I would like to put that on my shelf. Yeah, it's so. and one it's like um like Baldur's Gate, like you can't buy a physical copy. Not yeah, that, in America. So like it's tough. It's tough to to do that kind of stuff now where um even there's like some Switch games are are gonna start being like that and it's just it's a bummer, but when you know how many how many physical copies of this were they realistically gonna sell <laughs> exactly anyway? What? What did they think, you know, right. when they were doing this and then to be like, oh, well, well maybe we should cut now. It, right. Yeah. And now people are interested because the review again, the reviews are actually pretty decent. Like, yeah. They it could have gone exactly. the wrong way. It easily could have. It could have been a four <laughs> and, out of ten. But so and I think that's kind of what, you know, brought a little bit more hype to it. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, like they've been putting a lot of trailers and marketing into this game, like way more than that Terminator game these people made. Oh so, yeah, I've heard a lot I've more seen about a this. Lot and, of, yeah. Like commercials Anything and like else, trailers. Yeah. yeah, so like they they definitely are marketing it heavily. So, but yeah, no, I. So we'll see. Like I, I will eventually get RoboCop and play it. I mean, and the other thing is like I'm playing Alan Wake right now, so it's not like the end of the world or anything. Yeah. But well, it's um, a bummer. I would just like to get a physical copy. It's a bummer it. to get an email with a threat of, hey, if we don't get it by this point, we're just going to cancel it. Yeah, Which, and, and like it has a hard date of like November sixteenth, yeah. and that's why I was like, because even, right. even companies like Amazon don't ever really like try to cancel anything if they could avoid it. 
They I just kind of have, like, hey, that, what do you think? You want to keep doing it? I still have a glitch on my Amazon account where it still technically tells me that I have that second, uh, not Elder Scrolls, uh, Elden Ring guide pre-ordered, even though that was canceled long ago because they decided, fuck it, we're not going to ship these. Yeah, but I cannot remove it from my account. It still shows well, it's like that my, it's pending. It's like my GameStop <laughs> yeah. account still yeah. says multiple things haven't even shipped yet, including <laughs> stuff I've gotten from them. So I don't. Same here. Well, why don't you talk about the other things that you've played, and Maybe? then we can talk about Spider Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really haven't. Spider Man took up most of the time just to get it to hundred um, percent. Other than that, I've, I've been playing a lot more Honkai Star Rail just because that's like my. It's a kind of game where it pays to daily check in because you get stuff for doing it daily. And I've also hit a point in that game now where um, I can't progress that fast because I've done like everything I can kind of do. And I kind of have to wait for daily stuff so I can catch up. And because you have this like overall level that you have as like, okay, I guess you would say like your account level, your, your trailblazer level. Which yeah. that kind of determines when missions and stuff unlock. And okay. I've I I can't earn more stuff for that without doing like quests and stuff. So it's okay. kind of a bummer because I now now I'm in the cycle of just get in, do the two or three things I can do, <laughs> and then be done, which is fine, but there's not a ton once you've you know, flew through the story like I did, to be fair. I did I did it pretty quick, but it's because it was good and I was actually interested in playing the game. So there's that. Um, I did. Do you, uh, do you still have Mortal Kombat installed? I do. Um, but, Are well, you going to try Omni Man next week? I will because they finally okay. released. I had I kept it installed because they finally released um, the Titan Battle stuff for okay. which is one of the trophies that was like locked behind a time yeah. an arbitrarily timed event. <laughs> um, it's basically how that works is a, a new plateau appears like in the invasions mode, like in the corner. Okay. And it's a fight against Baraka and you have to basically beat him like five times in a row. So like you beat him the first time and then it's interesting because he actually grows larger and then you have to fight oh, him again okay. and then he grows larger and then he shrinks down, but he becomes more <laughs> aggressive. And then it makes okay. it like, there's these awful survival events in invasion mode too. It mixes a fight with a survival thing at the same time. Okay. Um, which the whole thing sounds like it would be difficult. It sounds like it'd be a clusterfuck just because it's meant to be like a test. Nah, man, you could cheese the whole, the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> because I'm level 30 in invasion mode, which is the cap. So I just, all I did, all I had to do was respect my character and dump every point <laughs> into attack. Go to um, like the training temp like uh, plateau thing. Buy a pink potion in the game, which doubles <laughs> your stats for the next match you play. Which that Baraka thing counts as one match, and then just go play it. And even if I get hit, it takes almost no health. Yeah, and it just all I had to do was uppercut. That's all I had to do. It was kind of a joke. <laughs> so like, it's not it's not a challenge. It's just can you figure out how to cheese it? Yeah, it's pretty easy. Just a bummer. I'd rather have the crypt and that other stuff. I'd rather have the crypt and like the living towers because those were at least fun. Again, you know, we talked about how the game works where the end of that game, we never really got into depth because like spoilers and stuff, but you fight different versions of everyone. 
on that last yeah, chapter. Where it's like, really cool. Yeah. Like you fight and, and it's not the same every time, which is what's no. also cool about it. Cause I did it a couple of times just to see. That's why they, well, I think that's also why they have that trophy to do yeah. it twice. Exactly. So you'll see that. It's like you, but you fight ninja mime at one point. Awesome. You fight like sub zero, but he's also scorpion and reptile. Who's also with Sendel power. Like it's just, it's nuts. They mash up everybody oh, wow. together that's what invasions mode should be should be yeah. so they don't have those mashups in invasion at all not not that i'm really even paying attention to because that that's mode just blurs together i'm sure mm-hmm. every so often like that kind of comes up but a lot of times it's just fight kung lao or fight this and or fight three people in a row or it's just so fucking boring by the time you're done with it do uh, you think that they rushed it out and that's know. why it's- i can't tell this, it just seems weird like, that like they would not have all that other stuff this and just mode, live off of this mode. This mode seems like this was somebody's brilliant idea, and they <laughs> pitched it, and somebody said, "Yeah, man, run with it." And this is what they came up with, and it's just awful. Yeah. Even a friend yeah. of mine who, when I told him like this mode sucks, he he's like, "I just started, <laughs> and I think it's pretty good." You know, a couple yeah. of days later, I get a text. This mode sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And the only trophy I have left in that game is to the cameo master. You have to get five cameo characters at level 15. There is oh, no good way to do it. I have played a lot. I have finished invasions mode. I've done this Titan thing, all this other shit. I have one and a half. Oh, that sucks. It's terrible. No, it's... So I could sit here and just grind this stuff out if I really felt like it. I really don't feel like it. I wouldn't want to. But the new invasions mode hits in like a couple days, I think. It probably hits when Omni Man comes out. Yeah. So I I told my buddy, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to. It gives me a reason to play the second invasion mode, I guess, to try to level these stupid characters up again. But it's not. It's not good. This game, it does (laughs) not have a life past the original part of it. Whereas 11, I played a lot after it was over. I played a lot of Eleven yeah. after because of the crypt and the everything. Living Tower yeah. and the crypt was fun. And this could... one, I just I I played the story, which like I enjoyed it, but I yeah. just bounced off of Love it. Loved the story, it. Yeah. loved it. In but... ten of, I'll come back when all the characters are out. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's kind of what I feel like doing now. But we we started the reason I bring up Omni Mask is we started watching that Invincible show last yeah. night, and then right after we watched like the first two episodes, I went on YouTube, and that was the first thing that came up was like Omni Man's out next week, and so I was like, I need to watch this trailer. Well, and like he he's done very well. It'll be cool to use him, so. but the problem they have with the way they roll out these DLC characters is they spread them out, and there's no new content other than the fact that you can play as him. So what am I going to do? Play as him for a couple matches? <laughs> yeah, no. I just like, wow, he was cool, and that's it. <laughs> like that's that's the bummer of of this game. And uh, no, I agree there. It's just this the, the whole the the whole package is not the sum of its parts you know it's exactly there are better pieces and some of them can be left away uh other than that i played more fallout 76 because they finally did a week of the first stuff as like a free trial okay yeah okay which the only reason i i I hate myself because i'm considering signing up for this stupid thing (laughs) because it gives you additional storage like I'm like uh, level fifty okay. something at this point, and I'm at a point now where you know how Fallout games are. You collect everything you can and you hold on to it forever because maybe I might need this stupid thing one day. Is that and, game crossplay now? No, like between count. No, nope. they never did that. That's no, because Sony told them no. Because I I looked it up. <laughs> oh yeah, you're to right, verify you're right. why it wasn't. It was because Sony told them no way. Okay. Um. So it just never became crossplay. 
but yeah, it's a bummer because you should, I'm out of storage. So they did this first trial. I was like, oh, thank God. So I went and I built like the two specialty stash things you can do and moved yeah. everything over because even when your trial goes away, you can still access those boxes. You just can't put anything in them anymore. So I just loaded them up with everything I possibly could. And I got like 400 pounds of storage back and my other thing, which is thank God. Um, And then the only other thing I really played just as like a one-off for something different is I started playing some of that Hot Wheels game. Yeah. The first one. I have the first one because they gave it away for free at one point. It's pretty fun. Uh, it, It is exactly what it is. Um, cars are a little too floaty. It's also a little, a little bit. Yeah. It's also a little too difficult for my son. Who's five. He cannot like, like he, it shouldn't be, but he can, you know, Mario, I know he can play Mario Kart just fine. But the problem with this game is like when you go on jumps, you have to control the car in the air and yeah. that can, you can fuck oh, that up pretty easy. Yeah. And then he, and then like getting back on the track is hard. You have to reset. So it's like, it's frustrating for him because he can't do well. It's not easy. He can't do well in it. So I'm not yeah. sure who this game was made for. I guess probably slightly older kids, but uh, it's yeah. fine. You know, it gives me flashbacks to playing uh, like Micro Machines on NES and Super Nintendo. Okay, because that's yeah, a lot. What it, that's basically what it is. It's just uh, there's a sequel out now too, right? Yeah, it's coming out. Oh, trust okay. me, there is because when you boot up this one, it says, "Do you want to buy the new one?" Of course, of course, <laughs> it does. Uh, okay. I hate when games do that, but that's, that's well. This fine. game, I, I mean, part of the thing with the because I know it has microtransactions, buying cars, right, in the little packs. Uh, and you can buy blind boxes with coins. I'm not sure oh, if God. you can buy coins with money. You might be able to, oh, but God. then it also has like DLC packs. But so if you want the Batman pack, it's fifteen dollars. Like, no thanks. I know that was what uh, put the game down. It's like I don't want to pay fifteen dollars no, for that, you. but I do. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, I do, but I don't. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> maybe if it ever goes on sale or whatever, maybe I would yeah. consider it. But yeah. I'm just playing it as like a dumb thing to get trophies because yeah. um, I my trophy streak is I have is like 584 days at this point. I have a trophy. So nice. every so often I just need one. like a game where I can turn it on and get one or one or two. Super well, and, and, and this I'm assuming you're playing. It, was, was it a plus game that you got like a yeah. essential game? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's not part of the extra because your tears run no, out. I can't, soon, right? Because that's going to run out. I'm going to have to delete a whole bunch of random shit off my PlayStation. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to miss that. My, my, not at all. I'm, I'm upset. I'm pissed that I have to pay $80 to re-up. Just I'm pissed about that too, but I need a couple weeks. I mean, at this point, like I mean, I need it, yeah, and that's the part of it that sucks. Fucked up, I hate it. But that's it for like other stuff I've played. We can we can dive deep into Spider Man. Um, Unless is there anything? I mean, I guess Matt, is there anything that you've played other than Spider Man that you want to mention briefly? Okay, well, why don't you um, go through that first? Playing Mario Wonders. Um, I have not started Mario yet, so yeah, I need to. It's actually gotten better. Okay. Uh, as I've been playing it, I am on. So it's weird how they've done this map. It's not like there's World One, World Two, World Three, World Four. It's not in that order. It's like World One, World Two, World Three opens up, but World Three is kind of big. Okay. So in order to get to another part of World Three, you have to go through World Four. Oh, okay. So. That's where I'm at right now. So, well, no, I take that back. So I went through World 4. I got back to World 3 on the map. I played a couple more missions on that. And then World 5 opened up. 
So now <laughs> I've decided to just jump up to World 5 and move there and then go back down to World 3. So it's weird how that's happened. Um, there are more power-ups now. Uh, okay. There's a... So there's two you play in like a special sections of the game that aren't available in like the normal world. They're just like part of this specific sector of the game. But okay. They look pretty, they're interesting. They're cool. Um, the next power up that opened up was one where instead of fireballs, you're shooting bubbles at things. Interesting. Not really crazy. But um, it, it's like I said, it's opened up a little bit more, and I've, as I've gotten more into it, it's, it's become a little more fun. Um, aside from that, uh, Apex Season Nineteen just dropped, and they just dropped a new legend called Conduit. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I heard <sighs> something about it. Yeah, so I started back up. I always play just like one or two matches a night because, like I said, it's kind of just my game to play, just so I kind of have nothing else to do. Um. But uh, season 19's opened up. The, they've got a new world map, and the new legend is actually she's pretty interesting. Um, she's got a power up to where she can like shoot this ray onto your her teammates, and it gives them shields and life back for like a okay. limited time. So like if you're in the middle of a fight, she can shoot it off to both of your teammates. And it'll give them a little bit of life so that they can heal up quicker and then get back into fighting better. Is the um, when you say the maps they like that they it's an entirely new map or they just remix? So they like, what normally what right now they have one I believe they have four maps. Okay. That they made like originally. Um okay. and typically what they do is depending on the legend and the season they'll remix the map somewhere okay. so yeah. that it feels new and fresh when it's still really it's not. Same, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, they're going to yeah. do that in that type of game. So, it, I mean, it, it's been fun. Um, I will say that uh, there's supposedly a Post Malone event popping out this week. Yeah, I saw something about that, too. So I'm going to check that out, too, and see what old Posty's up to. <laughs> um, because I didn't know he played that game at all. And uh, find out he's pretty big into it. It's interesting. Um, but uh-huh. then other than that, like I said, like you said, yeah, I started tackling Spider-Man 2. I was able to um, borrow a PS5 <laughs> and <laughs> someone's copy. So I was like, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Um, I'm definitely nowhere. I don't believe nowhere near. No, yeah. Anything. And, and obviously you said you don't care about spoilers. So I will oh, say. No, not at all. And I, I am going to mark it too, but we are going to talk about spoilers yeah. Um. So if if you don't want to sure. know, you know, any spoilers about Spider Man, I will mark it. Uh, in, in, in the, in show the notes. podcast notes. Yeah. yeah. So you guys know, but um, so so you can know how to skip ahead. I mean, overall, before we even get into like spoilers of the game, I mean, obviously we both like it a lot. Yes. There's like I I don't dislike the game. I gave I gave it oh, an eight out of ten. I would have put it done. in like in <laughs> having had like a cool down period with it being over. I think it's an incredible game. Uh, I think it loses some steam at the end in a weird way where, like, it's doing too much, but it's also not giving me enough at the same point. Uh, and on, upon reflection, I, don't, I think the first one is better. I can agree with that. Yeah. 
I think the story arc in the first one is better. I think gameplay is mostly the same. Uh, you know, they've, they've changed a little bit of combat with like parry moves and stuff, which are the the web glider, which we'll talk about. Web glider's fine. It's serviceable. And once you get the I hated, it, that was the last trophy I yeah. saved was that stupid glide one. And I <laughs> last night that was tough. I, I was like seven or eight times. And I was like, now nah, I'll just come back tomorrow. And then today I booted up. I was like, if I don't get it today, I'll just wait till this DLC comes on. I'll do it then. Did it in my first. You year. have to find the right line <laughs> and the right line. Yeah is over the water which i didn't even think about like if, yeah. if you just cut for the water as soon as you can there's that one draft which will eventually take you to a higher one which just goes straight over you everything. have to aim it just right yeah. because if yeah. you don't aim it right like he will just kind of whip hit and fall into the water yeah yeah and that and that was my problem it's like i could make it all the way to the water and to that point where you get to the second updraft yeah. And then he'd just be like, I'm done. And he'd Once hit the water. Hit like, that, no, no, like, no, north, that north one in the water, it's over. Like, he just goes straight it's over. there. Yeah, you just you literally it's fly kind of right there and the trophy pops. But, like, getting yeah. out of the city to that was the most difficult part. Yeah, um, exactly. They become okay for traversal when you're doing – when you are in, like, really high spots. But, like, going through tiny areas sucks because he seems to have this, like, magnetic thing to walls and stuff sometimes where he just wants to hit the wall. Like when you're doing all those like drone chase things yeah, for like yeah. the chameleon side quest, which is one of my favorite like side quests of the game, like in terms of story payoff, but like the gameplay part of it sucked because a couple of them are too easy. One of them is insane. Where like it's constantly curving through buildings and going around and like yeah. things. And it's just yeah. like shit. I had I failed that one once because I couldn't quite catch up to it at the very end because it was one of those ones where like it's gonna leave. Like fuck. Uh, but the payoff, like to get into like Chameleon's Mansion I, and stuff, is incredible. I think the payoff that is probably the best payoff of any of the side things, yeah, like because, the side missions and stuff that you do. Well, because it's cool how it kind of like fills in, and if you don't know Spider-Man lore too much, you won't really understand the. I don't get it. All these people are the same person, and they all have the same DNA. Like, how is that possible? Kind of thing. Yeah, and then you yeah. get in the house, and like he's clearly talking to, to Craven, and then it slowly like unfolds where you find that secret room and you find like his masks and stuff. And I'm like, this is yeah. awesome as hell. And then and it's, it, yeah, and it's the chameleon mask. They or give you a ton of, they give you a ton of great backstory about chameleon, especially since they don't talk about him in any other way. And for those that don't know, he's, he's Craven's ever half, mentioned. He's had before he's that. half brother, like in Canada. Yeah. That's I text you ask like, is that yeah. legitimate or did they that just make real. that up for That is game? real. <laughs> and it's funny because chameleon was actually the first Spider-Man villain ever, but he's number one. And then Craven oh, wow. came okay. later. Um, and then I think even think, in that awful new movie, he is in it. But I don't know. If, do you, do you think he is saved for DLC or the next game? I would if I if I'm making content for these games, I would save him as a villain for three because I think okay. I think there's fun stuff you could do with that. And if we're talking about three, let's just jump to the end because fuck it. Um, Oh, I've already hit the thing, so we're talking spoilers. No, Anyways, yeah. at this but, point, but yeah, like, so. we'll jump to the end and we'll come back to other stuff. But so the the mid credit scene is well. Here, let's go back a little bit. Where the end of the game, <laughs> it's basically you're fighting Venom is like taken over the city, and you have to take down yeah. Venom. And for those that don't know, like in the game, Harry is Venom, which has happened before in the comics it was the ultimates like universe so it's not like a stretch for this to happen yeah and i think they handle okay. it really well they do a really good job of setting up like the conflict between peter and harry about 
he took the suit. I need the suit back kind of a thing. The only thing I, I think the, the voice performance, especially by the guy that voices Spider-Man when he has the suit on and you can hear like the anger yes. that the suit yeah, causes him is it. incredibly well mm-hmm. done. Because again, at this point, the only other like options we have for this storyline pretty much are either in the comics the bad movie from 2007 right or the cartoon from the 90s which is is well done there but this is a huge yeah. mashup of events that have happened in the mm-hmm. comics basically yeah because i didn't even ex- think about it happening but it makes a lot more sense once it happened but when mr negative basically turns peter into anti-venom that mm-hmm. is did not happen in the comics but because someone else was anti-venom it was actually yeah. the original venom was but okay. um, that was like the whole point of it was he had lost the suit, but he that woke up sense. parts of him in the suit and he became anti-venom to make Peter anti-venom is a good way to, to pay that off and make sense of like how he could beat venom. Um, yeah. Cause otherwise it's towards the end of that game. Like venom is almost unstoppable level. Yeah. It kind of is. So, yeah. Um, the, the only thing about I didn't, ha- I did not like about how this end is like Norman sees this happen. He sees that, Harry is Venom. He sees that like things are going off the walls and he literally asks Spider-Man not to kill him. Like, don't kill him. Save my son. All this kind of shit. And and you play through it and you finish the game. Obviously you win. You, uh, you essentially, you don't kill Venom, but like you get Venom off of him and like he captured again, kind of a thing. And, uh, Oh, this, this pisses Norman off. Norman is unbelievably pissed off that you saved his son from dying. Like he, we could have just killed him and it could have been over. We saved <laughs> exactly. I can't exactly. believe you. I can't believe you did this. Tim was like, no, they did what you asked them to do. Yeah, especially since you're you're so busy working on the alternate cure, which is clearly going to be the Goblin Serum, because he makes like an oh yeah comment absolutely. about like the G the G stuff. Yeah, and, and so you're like, okay, finally we're building to that, and that's good because like if you're going to make a trilogy of games and you're going to close it. Guess who should be the bad guy? It should be the great oh, guy. Oh, I agree. One hundred percent. And then and then you get the that mid credit <laughs> scene, which is brilliant because it's just him going to the raft and talking to Doc Ock yeah. and being like, You know who they are? It's like, yeah, so what? Like he's like, fuck off. I'm not gonna tell you because remember from the first game they hate each other. Yeah. They do not like each other. So Doc Ock does not no. want to help him. But then, you know, Doc Ock talks about I've got a plan, and then like that's the end of it. So here Here's my issue with the Norman thing. So, like, you have that cutscene at the end where he's all angry and everything. You have mm-hmm. you have Peter there, you have Miles there, and you have him like you have a, a little ambulance. They're putting Harry into it, and he's getting into it while this is going on. MJ's just Mary out. Jane walks up and out. starts holding hands with Peter. Yeah. And it's like, you it's cannot weird. fucking tell me yeah. that in this sequence that Norman Osborn didn't see that and put, put that together. Like, I know. And then the very next scene is like, I got to go ask who they are. He even and doesn't. That, even, that's what took me out of it. Because I'm like, he, he could have just looked back. Doesn't he even reference at one point that like he to Peter that like he thinks of him as a son. Yes. You wouldn't get there is a scene. Also, and this is it's, it's ridiculous. This isn't me. anything but like, so Miles creates himself a new suit at the end. Yeah. Like, this is my own suit of Miles one of one. Cool, except it doesn't hide your head anymore. No, it doesn't. So anyone His hair who's is ever seen out. your haircut before <laughs> yeah, I now knows who Spider-Man is. And they can clearly yeah. tell your I skin agree. color and multiple other things about you. It's yeah, a weird it's... turn where I, I get it's cool you made your own suit, but like that seems 
you did probably would have left the, the top of that yeah. <laughs> closed up. So, yeah, it's just the, the ending of it was kind of weird. Like, I, obviously, I'm excited for three. Um, Doc Ock and Green Gommel at the same time is will be awesome. But uh, another reason why, like, I feel like they have to save Chameleon for three. Um, everyone else is fucking dead. That was another problem I had with the game. Is Shocker's like dead. Yeah, uh, like Scorpion's we're dead. just killing too many villains. We're you killed. don't see Vulture get killed, but it's heavily implied. Uh, you don't it's, see it, Rhino die, but it's heavily implied. Craven but the, is fucking murdered in front of you. But the the Craven death, is, like since I think I text you after I saw that, where I was like, "This is a T-rated game that many many kids are going to play because was, it's Spider-Man." Yeah, it was pretty violent. So, and I mean, also in that sequence, he cuts out Venom's uh, tongue, but I mean, it grows right back. But still, I was just kind of like, this is kind of rough for even a T-rated game. Um, I will say, like, on the backside of that, for whatever reason, I think Miles Morales is handled better here than in his own game from a couple years ago. The character. Sure. I enjoy playing as him more. Yeah, than I did in that game. Not that I dislike the Miles Morales game, but I think he was a better character what's, here. What's nice about this is you get to see becoming Spider-Man, dealing with being Spider-Man, and yeah. like how that affects your life. You didn't get that in Spider-Man 1 because Peter had already been Spider-Man for years. So yeah. They kind of exactly. did the origin story with a different character this time, which, which was is a, good, a good way to do it. Miles is a very... They do a really good awesome job character. of like, Peter has a huge chunk of the story. Miles has a huge chunk of the story. They both have individual things they're dealing I, with, and they both have like a, a conflict together. And I don't feel like either of them, like they wasted any time no. or they didn't give enough time to either character. Yeah. I think they're both fleshed out really You're in well. control of them each, like for the right amount of time before it flips back to somebody else. I mean, you have a fight as Miles against Peter, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool part of the game. Yeah. Um, part of, part of another problem with these games, though, like just now that we're talking about that, boss fights take entirely too long. Entirely the, the answer here long. was every boss fight just has more and more health bars. That yes. was their and answer. It's, and it's, <laughs> it's you'll finish one health bar and then they'll move to a slightly different area, and the yeah. mechanics might change because at one point you fight MJ as a symbiote, which a cool idea yes. for one fight. Not for three. Not of for them. four. I or think four, it was three health bars. Yeah, Whatever. it's awful. Like Venom, the final Venom fight is like six. It just it's, keeps yeah. going, and it's and it's just like you play part of it as Peter and part of his mouth. One section as each person would have been enough. It's it feels like they tried to flesh this stuff out too much. Too much. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's it's, it's a downer part of the game because I don't know. It gets boring fighting the same boss three it health does. bars in a row it does um but i mean i i i enjoyed all the side content side content's um, fantastic mysterious like the explorations that stuff's really good i enjoyed that whole storyline because it, it does like it's a little predictable the twist that's going to happen there but i think it still was very interesting yeah what they do it makes Even sense though, going into it it makes sense yeah. going into it like as you're playing through it you're like i don't necessarily think this is gonna because the whole the whole spiel of it is that's like the battle arenas in the game because like that, yeah, it, it has those and whatever, and it's and they yeah. give you different objectives, and they're fine. Instead like, of Scarecrow, things. it's Mysterio. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and instead of Taskmaster from the last one, it's Mysterio. Yeah. yeah, and they're cool little things. But um, each each time you finish one, you get a little bit more of this like Mysterio story where he had mm-hmm. went to prison, he got out, and now he's trying to like reform himself by making these like 
VR chamber things people can go in, but they go haywire and like trap people inside and you actually fight <laughs> Mysterio in there and stuff. It's a cool way to handle a Mysterio fight. Absolutely. Um, within the context of like who Mysterio is and stuff. And then at the end, it, it, it you know, it, like Kyle said, it flips it on its head where it wasn't him doing it. It was his assistant. Like assistant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. They, had, they had captured him and stuff. And it, I thought that was cool though, because I'm like, you let him out and you're kind of just like, Hey man, everybody gets a second chance. And he's just kind of like, he walks off. So like, he's still yeah. around. He can come back in three. I wouldn't Absolutely. mind if he, yeah, he turned in three and he became a villain. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I would like that. I do, a lot. I, part of, <laughs> the thing about those I didn't like though, is like, you're, you're forced to play as miles. So yeah, I thought that was weird, especially considering you know who's a villain. Yeah, that it was all clearly Peter. I don't know why that was up in the first place. So they would have had a backstory. Yeah, yeah. and I would have liked to have him just be a Miles villain. Here was a little weird. Yeah, it's so. it makes some weird choices with that, like like gatekeeping stuff with who can do what. The, uh, we should probably mention like the Mary Jane stuff in this game. So like yeah. you do play as her several times, but like their answer. So like in the first game you play, was it once or is it more than once in the original game? I think, I think it it's was at just least, I think once. it's at least twice. But no, those are self missions. No, because there's one in Harry's apartment and then there's one against Tombstone. So there's at least two. Okay. You're right. In this game, their response to like the backlash from the last one, just doing stealth is they give her that taser gun thing. That is one, so fucking overpowered. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even need <laughs> Spider-Man. No, these, like, <laughs> like, all of these, all of these ridiculous. villains, all of these like thugs require 10 punches from Spider-Man to go down. Not with this a man, gun, man. You know, a man with <laughs> a, like much higher strength than a normal person. This exactly. Gun, this gun takes them out in one shot. One hit. Like, so and if I'm Spider-Man, the ground. why don't I just attach one of those guns to my fist and I just punch it yeah. dude one time? It's just, it's, it's she ridiculous. She also takes a fucking arrow filled with, oh, yeah. filled with like, not like a poison or like a like sedative or something. And Isn't just, it like a hallucinogen so or whatever? Not even. It's like, it's like I said, okay. it's meant to like slow you down. And she takes it out of her body and throws it. And she's like, ow, oh, that hurt. Yeah. And the game makes yeah, no sense at all. And they <laughs> that came, part of they it came not out later and were like, we don't really care. It's it's fine. If she's over. <laughs> what? At least make it it's, believable. It's, um, um, those things are just said, they're annoying because they slow yeah. the game down. I I think the thing I enjoyed the most were the app missions, the the friendly neighborhood Spider Man missions. Those are really good. Um, because they get into the character of Spider-Man way yes. more and it, it makes you re- realize like the, my favorite one was you have to follow this lady's grandpa around. Right. And you get like his backstory, but you have a moment where you sit with this dude and like listen to how he proposed to his wife years and years ago. And it's like one of those moments where it's just so true to the character of Spider-Man because like Batman ain't sitting down to hear this guy's life story. Superman probably and sitting down. This Iron Man's not story. doing it either. Yeah, yeah, but Spider Man, yeah, you know, like he was like more than happy to chill there. I play. I think you could play as either one. I was Peter Parker at yeah. the time I did it, but I don't think it matters like which one you play. Well, as, I also like a cool moment. I like the one too. Like, yeah, at one point you texted me because I was talking about those drone missions. You're like, are these are those bird things back in this game? I was like, no, they're not here. But <laughs> yeah, the character, the but the guy is. Yeah, and his little is. mission was like he's cryptically talking about like. Oh, I just like to sit here and, you know, it's time for my birds to move on and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. You kind of get an idea of what's happening. And he wants uh-huh. you to, like, find a new home for his birds. You swing all the way out there and you do it. And you tell him, like, hey, man, I did it. And then all of a sudden he's not talking answering anymore. And then you go all the way back and he dies. And that guy dies. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's kind of absurd. And it's just like, and that was like that guy's final farewell. And it's just, it's, there's really good, like many poignant stories that are like kind of, that are really, through really it. well written. They do a lot it. of yeah. really good stuff with like miles and like his bomb and like the culture of Harlem and all that kind of stuff. Uh, like the little, like the little like music missions and stuff where yeah, you, tra- you track down the cars and all that stuff. Even and they though give the, you the suit you unlock after you finish terrible, that is ridiculous. Suit. <laughs> the, suits the, little hat. Game, the suits in this game are wildly <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, um, my favorite ones ended up being just like the Craven and the Mysterio suits, just because I thought they looked cool. Um, this, the Mysterio suits cool. Yeah, that's one of the last ones. Overall, Craven's handled pretty well. They. Um, they could have given you more about his motivations. They really, they really don't. It's just kind of like he wants to come hunt superheroes or villains. I yeah. guess they don't really go yeah. into it that much. It's kind of weird. Um, they they go he's into done really well. he's cool. He's done well enough that they go into like the whole thing with because isn't he has cancer? He has some sort of terminal illness. Yes. And, and they go like into that part pepper, of it. That gets peppered in throughout it. We're like a little bit, line. but a lot of that is done through like things you pick up and read it's not really like told audio things. or, or yeah. audio yeah so which i feel like they could have handled that a little bit better but mm-hmm. like overall like he he's done fine like better than he's gonna be in that movie coming out next year that movie's so, gonna be a train wreck it's gonna be very bad oh. so and then but uh it's it's great there's one the one it. last like side story stuff is what eventually becomes like the carnage story where, yeah, which we I think we determined that's probably going to be the DLC. It makes the most sense because to have him be a main villain in three when you've already set up Doc Ock and Green Goblin, that's two many weird. giant villains in one game. Agreed. Um, it makes more sense as a DLC because it will immediately pay off right away. And that could yes. be as big as they want it to be. Um, I did like how it's cool they bring back Wraith from the first game. And like, so you're working with her investigating this like cult taking stuff down but then yeah. it turns out the whole thing about the cult was just a, a fake so that he could steal a symbiote and then yeah, which the, the final line of that stuff is like i'll start she says i'll start tracking him down and it could take me weeks or months hint hint that's when a dlc would come out yeah um and then they drop cletus cassidy at some point so like it's they dropped like, that but also he says a line that says something about he wants to you know yeah, enact as much does. carnage of course as possible on that um i like the character carnage. i thought it was I cool you... though i thought it was cool though that uh <laughs> you, we talked before it's done about, well it, it's it's done about as well as it can be to introduce him and like and like i said make that a yeah. one dlc and just be done with it yeah kind of um i thought it was cool where you know how when you're doing like a random crime miles can be there too Yes. Have you ever seen it when Wraith is there too? The problem I have with that is after I beat the story and did all that stuff, every random crime I would do would be Wraith. Oh, I was only and her. It's always, it, yeah. it was only her. Oh. Like I'd never see Miles anymore. It was always her. I thought that was Peter. pretty cool though because like I didn't even see it her is like, cool. the first time it happened, and then she says something. I turn around, she's just standing there. I'm like, what the hell? I do enjoy like you go to give her a high five she or something. Just, she like, won't do it. This. She stands there. Yeah. yeah, I like that they did more with that character yes. in this she's game. Cool. Though, so that's cool. Yeah. Um. Well done. Yeah. Overall, it's a it's a great package of a game. It is. Let me let me ask I you wanted. one other question because yeah. I, I this went over my head, but I think I know what it is. When you finish the Spider Bots mission, is that tying this into the Spider Verse yeah. stuff? Oh yeah, that's sure. what that was. Okay. The whole point of that was to I think was just like a nod to the Spider Verse movies because that's they, what I thought too when it happened. But I'm like, this is weird. Do, I have not seen the new one. I only give, saw the first yeah. You one. give all them. Well, she talks about Miguel specifically, and that's Spider Man yeah. 2099. 
Um, which if we wanted to, if we wanted to get weird for three, or if you wanted to do <laughs> a 2.5, like in a miles thing, what if instead of Spider-Man miles Morales, you did Spider-Man Miguel O'Hara as like cool. 2.5 and it's him in cool. New York in 2099. Hey, I mean, it's still New York again, but Hey, but, you know, but at you least you can make it look different. It. Parts yeah. of it could be gone. There could be more. Yeah. I think that's a really cool, like, it is. What if the side story is just side stories are just different Spider-Man? That's cool. Because then after three, because let, let's say three does what they might do or the smart thing to do and make Gwen Stacy part of it or Spider-Gwen part of it. Because we've now opened, yeah. we've now opened the universal thing. Like it's open now. We've proven it. It is. So what if she's part of the third game and then it becomes, you know, Spider-Man three and then there's Spider-Man and then after that, it's Spider Woman, Gwen Stacy, or something. Like, <laughs> good. That's the money machine, right? For Spider Man games, Spider Ham. They make there a you reference. Know. You get a reference to, them. <laughs> but um, but that's the money machine, right? It's like just pumping out more characters because then, because then, in theory, let's say Spider Man three ends, right, and it ends however it does, but Gwen is in it. Couldn't you restart it and have it just be Miles and Gwen, and Peter yeah. doesn't have to be there anymore? You could, yeah. Like that, I'm okay with that going forward. At that like, point, yeah. yeah. Like if, we, if if Peter's trilogy finishes, right, mm-hmm. and he kills Norman or Norman or Norman Gliders himself or whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> and Peter's finally like, I'm out, because he kind of yeah. says he's out at the end of this game, but you know he's not he, out. He's not out, yeah. but it's it's kind of the you know I want to be Peter for a while. You can be Spider. You have another Spider Man right. to clean up. The but Spider Man Three could be the the inevitable like. I'm out. I'm for good. Like, it, you know, at the end of that game ends, MJ's pregnant. They're going to have May. I'm out kind of a thing. Yeah. But, but Miles and Gwen are there. Hell yeah. Keep it going. Let me ask you this question. Do you think when we get to Spider-Man 3, because it'll be, it'll be, you know, hopefully Four five years. years. Yeah. Do you think that is when possibly, because they're not going to get away from this two Spider-Man thing now. Like they, that's a proven now. Do you think that is when maybe we get a cooperative campaign? I would say you'd probably have to have a PS5 Pro to okay. do that. <laughs> okay. Um, Fair enough. I mean, this game does like the swapping in this game is near instant. It's crazy. It's like GTA. It yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's it's very fast. Um, and the thing that said, impressed me the most though that it about that been faster, but they but they decided not to make it faster. The thing that impressed me more in this game than that is how fast fast travel is when you it's use crazy. it. And it's not like like the first game you'd ride the subway. There's a little scene that makes sense. It has right. the mask loading here. Literally, you just yeah. fast travel to that area and, you're and he's swinging, swinging right there or immediately. Or something immediately. It's it is crazy. nuts. Um, <laughs> so, so, all so you cool. think it would take a PS5 Pro? I least. think so because okay. Essentially, at that point, you've got to be running the city twice, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And, and and if we're not going to be linked in like a bubble where we have to be within X amount of meters of each other. Well, let me put it this way. If if the developers of Redfall struggle with doing that and Redfall's map is very small with four people. Imagine doing that with New York with two Spider-Men, you know, yeah. so I, I, I get it. I think you need a but, pro or like whatever the, the, okay. the half gen upgrade is, is to be able to. So maybe that that's not a Spider-Man a three thing, but maybe in the future, like. Spider Spider Man and Spider Gwen, maybe PS6 sure. or something. Yeah, or, or okay. next gen system, maybe the next trilogy. Because okay. I don't think that they'll ever let um, Insomniac stop doing this now. 
Because it's clearly God, no. like a marquee franchise for now. Uh, I am excited Absolutely. for Wolverine. Wolverine's next, and it's I am too. And they've yeah, confirmed oh, it's sure. in the same universe, so could get some crossover, which could be cool. Um, and then the other thing is, I say Spider Gwen a lot because like that seems like the obvious route. They did. Uh, I explained it to you after, but they do a super deep cut at the end of yeah, the credits. I'd ask you because <laughs> there's a because there's a runner throughout the game where like Miles's mom was like, "I'm dating somebody." And you, it's like, oh, I just missed him. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I, I thought it would, I was hoping the would be something like a villain or not even like a. We were chuckling it would be Craven. We were chuckling it was going to be Craven. But it wouldn't have been. It would have just been But funny. it could have been like a villain that hasn't been established yet, but he becomes one later or something. But instead, this is a deep cut and it's, it's a weird one. And it's, so she's dating a man named Arthur Moon and he comes over for dinner and he introduces his daughter, Cindy. And then that's cuts. Like, the daughter doesn't even say anything. Cindy Moon is uh, Silk from the Spider-Man comics, who is a relatively new spider hero who was bitten by the same sp- spider that bit Peter. I don't know if they're going to pull that off in this game the same way because, you know, Peter's like, what, 30? Yeah. And, she, <laughs> and they're making her look like she's the same age as Miles. I'm wondering if maybe it's the same spider that bit Miles, Miles makes more sense, right? So, be, yeah. so instead of maybe getting Miles and Gwen, it could be you get Miles Silk. and Silk, which is okay. But she's never been um, in costume in any other media than comics. Okay, other than like I think she's in like one handheld video game or something like that. But okay, um, she did. I've heard of the character. Cindy, but like, Cindy Moon was technically in the Spider-Man, the new Holland Spider-Man movies. She was one of the members of his like quiz team. But obviously, oh, uh, but obviously, okay. they never yeah. play. That's more of like a "ha get it" kind of a thing. Yeah, um, they could. This is one of those things where, like, now they've got four years to decide if they want to do that, right? Oh, for sure, or whatever else makes sense. But I think, I think, yeah, my my idea would be two point five is Miguel O'Hara. That would be super cool. That'd be really I'm, cool. I'm kind of not playing the same game again, and then three obviously is Doc Ock and. And uh, Green Goblin, and maybe he, maybe Miguel comes to help him or something, and maybe there's three okay. of them running around or some shit. Because who gives a shit anymore? And then just <laughs> Spider Man Four. Then Spider Man Four is Spider Verse, and you could pick your Spider Man, and there's like five hundred Spider Man you, you can pick. But uh, even more suits. Yeah, not no, not suits. Different characters, please. <laughs> but um, too many. This yeah, it's it's a great game. It's fantastic yeah. game. Um, one of I, the best of the year, easily. For sure. I like it a lot. I, I still think the first one is better. Not by a lot. I, 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 not by, I, a, not lot. by a lot, but I agree uh, with that, too, because that, that was a very special thing. Kind of almost like when when we got uh, Arkham Asylum. Like, yes. that was a special thing where it's like, hey, we finally, like, learned to we make made a, a good game, game yeah. about this character, and it works for this character. Yeah, and we've talked about it a lot in the past, just me and you, but like I think Asylum is better than City. I know a lot of people love City. But, a lot of people love City. But City is just it is the two, the Spider-Man two to the Spider-Man one, because it's just yeah. that game blown up. It is. Like more stuff. And I think Asylum Absolutely. worked better because it was focused. Like it was a Metroid game, is basically what that it, game it is. It is, yeah, no, it very much uh, is. But yeah, so, so I, I like the game a lot. Is it my favorite game of the year? We'll find out in a month and a half when we do game of the year. <laughs> I can tell. I running. will tell you. I, I would tell you. I would tell you. For me, Starfield is still the game to beat. But I'll reserve judgment me. till a month and a half from now. <laughs> so, but I mean, we still 
Still got some stuff coming. Yep. Plus, I mean, I mean, maybe I just say Super Mario. RPG. Maybe she's Mario RPG. Like, actually, right? that's everybody's. That's my shit. That should be. That's everybody's. <laughs> That'll be top <laughs> two for sure. I'm sure. Why don't we jump into news? Yep. Uh, first item I have here, uh, the, hot off the heels of uh, Ubisoft announcing the final patch for Far Cry Six. Yeah, they're done patching that game. Uh, the next Far Cry game is heavily rumored to be an extraction-based multiplayer shooter, which, I like... Fucking I get it. it. I hate that this I is don't a want that. Games. I hate it. I don't want that, but at the same time, like, we need to do something different with Far Cry. So, I get that, but, like, I'd rather it be something different as a single-player game. Why that's what yeah. Far Cry is. Why would I play this when I can't, when I can just play Fair Games, the hot new extraction-based... There you go shooter or whatever the <laughs> other one go. is or marathon is supposed to be an extraction based shooter I do or, we'll get to that we'll get, we'll get to, get that, to that. that but like i hate that this is a genre of games because who plays these games even overwatch is not doing well so no, it's not actually uh rewinding back a little bit yeah there was a game i did play this weekend too and i, I forgot to mention it and you guys just reminded me of it they uh tested out a game called the finals okay oh yeah. this past week mm-hmm. i've heard of it so um, I downloaded it because I was talking to some guy at work about it. And I will say that it's an interesting concept behind the game. Okay. But it is way too chaotic. Okay. And I feel like a, a lot of the, the health system, like, so you play as, like, there's, like, a light guy, a heavy guy, and a medium guy. And they all have, like, different weapons and sets and... They all have like different life, like health bars. Okay. But the heavy dudes like annihilate you super quick compared to everybody else. Um, it reminded me a lot of that game called Black back in like, okay, oh, okay. you know, where like all everything right. was like destructive and you could yeah. just really just, it's a hell yeah. of a game. Insanity, but it's okay. 3v3. All right. And, um, it, it, it's it's chaotic, and I hope I hope they iron it out before they actually release it. But, Does it uh, have like a window of release, or um, I don't think so right now. Because I, I, I even... the, the, basically what I saw about it this weekend, and I kind of forgotten about it, but like people seem pretty positive on it. So yeah, so a lot so of people was, playing it. It was. I mean, it's very. It's not horrible. It's okay. like it's real. It's a lot of fun, but like. I feel like there's just it, it, it needs some needs a little it needs some fine tuning yeah. before they release it. They said the initial release date was October 26, but that's when <laughs> they released the beta. So I don't really know if they have like an actual okay. date to okay. release it. But um, yeah, that reminded me of that. Sorry, I, I <laughs> no, you're all good. That. No, I I forgotten <laughs> about it too. So yeah. Um, Next news article we have. I didn't even know this was a thing until this news article hit, but Robocop Rogue City for Nintendo Switch has been canceled. Um, I did not know they were making that game for it. Considering that they recommend you have a 3070 video card on PC for that game, how the (laughs) fuck was that going to run on a Switch? So I just, I laughed when I saw that and said, well, that makes sense. Um, Metal Gear Solid Volume 2 collection is pretty much all but confirmed. Um, this is, you know, hot off the heels on that uh, pretty disastrous Volume 1 that is well, out right now. Yeah, not doing which is so hot. Getting dragged through the mud. Like, right the on. thing about that is, like, I will, as a Metal Gear fan, I will have to buy that at some point, but not at $60. No. 
when it's been heavily, heavily patched and like I, you've, I, how much have you, have you looked at? I've seen a, you, a bunch of it and read a bunch. You of know it. that it doesn't even have a wraparound; like yes. it's just installs of these various. Yes. Like, I just that's how I the trophy not even do that. That's how the trophy list pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, and the Switch wow. version, it's like what I think Metal Gear One and Two are on the cart, and that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, everything else is a download. It's awful. So it's wow. bad. Yeah, I just. If you watch like the Digital Foundry video, like there's like a very soft look to like Metal Gear Solid Two and Three that they literally have it running side by side with the 360 version that came out 11, you know, 10, 11 years ago. And like, how does that version look better today? Which is fully backwards compatible on an Xbox. Like you can play that in your series X right now. So like, I just, which is a much better version at this point to play of two and three. So, but uh, volume two obviously would have, you know, four or five piece Walker. I mean, the big seller there obviously is four. I would hope that some substantial work is put in for that, but given the track record now, I don't know. You can't wait for three hour cutscenes and maybe an hour load times on certain <laughs> platforms. I mean, it, that would have to come out on Switch, right? It would, it would have yeah. to. Switch too. If you can tell me how Metal Gear Solid Switch Four two. can run on a Switch. Well, apparently, Metal Gear Solid Shit. One, Two, and Three can't run very yeah. well on a Switch. So, like. Oh, I don't know. They'll have, they'll uh, have load time similar to that Monopoly Switch game. Remember that? <laughs> I remember 20 that. 20 minutes bad. for Monopoly. Oof. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this, but the PS5 Slim's op- optional disk drive needs to connect to the internet to pair it with the console. I saw it. And which has a like, bunch of people pissed. For like a minute, I thought, damn, that's stupid. And then I thought, if your PS5 isn't connected to the internet in the first place, what are you doing? <laughs> No, I I agree there at that part. This isn't like, at this like, point. So what? <laughs> like, it's not 2005. No, like what you are know, you like, talking it, about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's just to validate it with a system like that. I'm sure that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You're slapping it on a system that you know five minutes ago didn't have a disk drive, Probably. so it has to download some sort of software. There needs to be I'm some kind of update sure. performed on this system. Yeah. Do you even run that thing? So like, yeah, I just. It's, it's, not, not it's, odd. it's not something to get upset about. It's just another one of those weird things where I guess it's probably better that they said it now. No, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to say it at, like, hey, guys, just so you're aware. Yeah. Um, this is cool. Um, Dragon Quest Ten Offline is possibly finally coming over here to the West, which would be Ooh. the only Dragon Quest mainline game that has not. Well, come this has over been here. a this has been a big rumor for a long time because this was like a Wii game that was online only. It was, it was on Wii, and then Wii. I, I think there was know, a Wii version. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever been fully even like translated. I know there's ways to play it if you really want to. There there's is. ways to play anything. Like I used to play a South Korean only Digimon game like 15 years ago. So you can play anything you want. <laughs> but they announced that like remember when they did that Dragon Quest like special thing? It was almost like yeah. a year and a half ago when I was 12. Yeah. They talked about it a lot during that and then they I'm pretty sure after that they said like it's not coming west, but lately there's been a lot of stuff that seems to be supporting that it will and if it does, I'll buy that immediately. Like I would. I'm. Oh, I will too. I'm I dying for to. twelve. But if I can get this thing first, I'll play this thing first because eleven is such an to, incredible game. 
it was a great game that I need to. I, at this point, I'll just restart it. But I, I bet I got about twenty five hours into that. You're nowhere when it originally came out. You're nowhere. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I, what I played of it, I enjoyed. Something phenomenal. else came out at the time. Yeah, but phenomenal. That's one of those games too, where like you think you beat it. Nope, you just no. <laughs> maybe you're half done. <laughs> Let me ask you: Do you fight? Do you fight God at the end of, of it? Of course you do. Yeah, I think you oh, okay. fight God I'm twice in. in that game. Hell yeah! Okay. That's how that they game all has are. like uh, you know your spoiler your spoiler period is over. That game has essentially a a false ending in it where okay. you think you've won and then it turns out no you have to go back and redo it like because awesome. there's a time travel okay. thing in this game and like okay. that's not the love boss it. by any means so it's it's okay yeah so I would love to play ten and then I need more they need I've to always say liked that series no me too it's always been really good. So, um, I don't know if you saw this. I thought this, was, I thought this was funny. They briefly put in only yeah. the Epic Store digital <laughs> version of Arkham Knight on PC. So, only this one version. They briefly put a new suit into Arkham Knight, which is from the 2022 Batman. So, Robert Pattinson's bad suit. And then took it out like a day later. How did this happen? And I don't know. It's it, like to update a game that's like what eight years old. That people with that, that is largely forgotten about at this point. Like, it to is. be honest, like it's crazy. But someone and had then, to like, make it. Like I get that people yeah, can mod the, the game and and this someone should have mod. No, it's Somebody not a mod. It's a full release. It in the game. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then for it to get there, there are pictures of it. Like yes. people took pictures it of it and shit. So. It's crazy. So I don't know if that's something that they're going to officially do later or what the deal is on that. So, um. After the the big ABK deal is finally over, Microsoft is reorganizing Xbox leadership. They've promoted some people. So now that uh, <laughs> I, I, I laughed at this, but Matt Booty, who I bitched about on the show before because I think he stretched a little too thin with all these studios, yeah. has been promoted to president of gaming content and studios, which includes the responsibility of overseeing operations at ZeniMax and Bethesda. So not just Microsoft Studios, but obviously there as well. And then Sarah Bond has been promoted to president of Xbox. That's so great. she'll be like directly under Phil Spencer. Yeah, and that's good so, because there yeah. needs to be fine. someone in that role and he needs to move over. I saw some – I was – like I, this came out, what, like a week ago? I saw some mm-hmm. idiot somewhere saying like, I'm glad that they made these changes that Phil Spencer is in, in charge because he's done a really bad job with Xbox when he's been in charge. <laughs> Bond what the fucking f- Activision? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he just broke the, the largest deal in entertainment he's history. He's the reason Xbox still exists. He is. No, yeah. he this actually This man got is, Fantasy like... Star Online 2 ported to English <laughs> by himself. Yeah. He got just Square. Because he was a fan. He got Square <laughs> to come back to Xbox. After got, whatever like, fuck up happened, like, which we well, still like, don't know. And to say that, like, oh, I'm glad he's not in charge anymore. What do you think this man does for a living? He's still in charge. <laughs> yeah. He runs exactly. the whole fucking thing. He does. Like this. So I just read the post. I, I was so tempted to respond to it and just be like, Are, did you read anything? On, like, come on. Yeah. Come do, on. You, do you know anything that this man has done? Like he's done quite like, even a bit. If you're not a, like, even if you're not a fan of Xbox as a brand, because of whatever reason, you know, be right. it 10 years ago, they upset you. But like the, you cannot, disqualify what he has done in 10 years right. for that brand. I and mean, he's been there much longer than that, but like game just taking pass. over, he created yeah. game pass. He fucking saved 
that entire generation of that council because yes. I don't think if he stepped in that probably if he didn't do it if Don Matrick, that probably would have been Don the Matrick end. was still in charge for a majority of the Xbox One's life. I don't think he'd be an Xbox today. Uh, there would be, but it wouldn't be this. It would be a lot it'd worse. Be, would it, do you think it'd be a Sega situation? It might be where PC, they're just making maybe, maybe they move it to PC only. Only okay, mm-hmm. but like, but yeah. You, you may not you might not like Phil because of <laughs> certain decisions and stuff he's made, but he's done a his... lot for gaming in general. Like he he bought he bought ABK <laughs> and he bought Bethesda, to be fair. Yeah. Like he Which was a huge deal at the well, time. Yeah. I mean it still is. Think about he, it. He he actively <laughs> yeah. works with Japanese developers as much as he possibly can. They, yeah. you know, that system's just never gonna be popular there. It's just, that's just the way it is. But but yeah. I will say this under him it is more popular than it ever has been right now with the series X and S they've from my understanding from what I've read like in Japan they've really gravitated towards the S specifically because right. it's it is what it is you know being a digital system being cheaper and everything but I mean it's night and day compared remember the 360 era how many people in Japan bought a 360 that number was like very low super low very low and the only reason it even sold it over there was for Lost Odyssey. So. That was one. Uh, they also had uh, a lot of weird, like <laughs> idol games when it first came out. I remember those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but he, I mean, you can't disqualify no. what he's done for that platform. No. So it's insane. Um, I put these two things in here uh, because this has been going around a lot this week. I mean, we've seen all year a bunch of you know layoffs and stuff between different developers. This time around, it's Bungie. Would they lay off about a hundred people? I think. But Des- Destiny 2 has been suffering a lot. I think it's what they say, like it's at its lowest player count ever right now. Um, and then obviously this news has not helped the situation. But again, like when <laughs> I mean, at the same time, not say that it sucks that people have lost their job and stuff like I get that. But it's also still a business at the end of the day. It is. And I think that's what a lot of people they get really finicky online about this one in particular. But it's like I at the same time, like they're losing money. Like well, at some point just, is what it is. Like the game development industry, like if you if you follow it at all, like the turnover in that <laughs> industry is, is crazy. It's insane. Um it's insane. I think I think this one's more upsetting because, you know, Sony went out there and they made a business move and they bought Des- they bought Bungie. Like we're gonna do this. Yeah. We're gonna make games as games as a service a big part of our catalog. And their big flagship one now is failing. Mainly because <laughs> it's still Destiny Two. Like they keep changing yeah. it and adding all yeah. this. Like, I, you know how you? How have we not announced the Destiny? 3 that's what yet? I'm saying. Like, that's what you, I don't you want to get people back to playing Destiny. Reset it. Fuck it. It's Destiny Three, and we're or going just to call it Destiny. Now I don't think you can at this point, just because yeah, that, would get, that would okay. get too messed up because it's a games as a service thing. But get yeah. away from Destiny Two expansion fourteen or whatever they're on. I just they need to be able to bring people on now. Yes in an easy way because they don't have that right now. Like I look at that and even people I know that are huge fans of destiny Two have dumped a lot of time at this point. Like, I don't know how a new player would want to even jump into this. It's, it's, it's It's impossible. It's it's impossible to to get into it now. And that's, that's the thing thing that I thought about it for a good while too. I was like, there have been multiple times. I like destiny. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of, like we used to play it all the time and destiny two popped off and I just, I wasn't interested, but then I like, it peaked. And I was like, <laughs> maybe, but then I yeah. realized like it's, it's, 
No, I just can't. Do the it. thing about it's Destiny just too is like, much. The thing about Destiny is it is technically technically wise, like a fantastic game. Like, gun, like they know how to make video games. Like the gunplay, oh, yeah. the gunplay is Halo. the best in that game than like anything else. They're yeah. responsible for the Halo games I actually like. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm. I talk about like I hate that this genre of game, but like Marathon at least is intriguing to me because I know it will play well. Yeah, yeah. You can't ride games as a service is a tough thing to ride, especially when like you're not charging monthly for it, um, like an MMO or something does. Um, You know, Sony paid a lot of money and it's not coming back. The only thing thing Bungie's done for them is tell them, "Hey, this Last of Us game kind of (laughs) sucks." And then they kind of can that. Oops, and that's kind of gone. But I, I also I was talking to somebody else about it too. Didn't wasn't there something where when Sony bought them, there was some kind of pool of money that was specifically set aside to like retain employees. There could have. I thought I there was something about it, that. But it, it might be. But like, where's yeah. that? Where'd that money go? How much money was that? To that Last of Us thing that's not happening. Now? Yeah, it's. Just, <laughs> it's <laughs> I like Bungie's studio yeah. a lot. Like cuts happen. Microsoft got rid of a bunch of people. Like yeah. you know, everybody gets rid of people. It happens. The industry, yeah, like gaming industry specifically this year's really had a lot of cuts and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, and they talk about like well, Microsoft bought Activision. That's only bad because it consolidates. It's like new game studios pop up constantly. Yeah, like, they do all the time, all and the then time. those people break off and make a new one. And like you know, the guy you liked at one studio now he works somewhere else. It's just. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's been happening forever. That's been happening since like the Nintendo. That's how this industry has worked. That's happened yeah, from like, like the Nintendo sixty four PS two days. Remember, Time Splitters was good because it was made by the guys who made Gold Die. That decided they want to go off and make they their own make studio. Their own stuff. Radical, yeah. yeah. So like it's always kind of happened. You kind of have to follow. It's a weird like com like comparison, but like you follow like the way I followed comics for a long time. It was like you follow the people you like and do the I say, stuff. That res- they do. I was going to use wrestlers, wrestlers as an example, too. but. Um, yeah, I mean, this bungee stuff sucks, but it's, I, I read that they fire people and I go, oh yeah. Okay. I'm not surprised. Makes, I mean, it's business. Yep. But, um, this I thought was cool. I, I thought you especially like it, Dan, uh, this old daredevil game that surfaced mm. online, uh, PS2, PS2 era. Yeah. 2004's Ooh. Daredevil, The Man Without Fear. I assume this would have been trying to tie it into the movie. It was, was because it there was a Game Boy Advance okay. version of it, too. Okay. Okay, it's based on the Frank Miller comic of the same name, Daredevil, The Man Without Fear. was in development for PS2 at 5,000 Foot Studios. That's a great name for a studio. <laughs> but all of them were canceled due to Marvel's refusal to approve the game. Alleg- allegedly recommendations Sony made steer the project too far from the original concept and the developer had sold the licensor on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently uh, I think it was a, was it a YouTube? No, the hidden palace, which is a community dedicated to the preservation of rare and retro games uh, has now published a playable prototype. I think it was like actually somebody who worked on it or something, sent it to him or something. Wasn't it? Yeah. That's cool as hell. So, which is cool. I would have loved it. It's play. always cool when that yeah. stuff gets unearthed. Yes. Like games that we you find know, stuff. Somebody finds a development system. I bought this. Oh, wow. Look at this. Weird I bought this Dreamcast at a garage sale and had this weird disc in it. Like, that's the kind of stuff <laughs> I love. But it's uh, uh, yeah, always, I loved it. always good. Well, and, you know, speaking of Daredevil, they had that. There was that little Spider Man thing where they found the building, but the plaque was gone. And then they even asked the, yeah. like, one of the developers, like, what's that mean? He's like, oh, that's interesting. Day, dude. Then they patched the game today and the plaque's just back. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Some people were thinking like it would be like a DLC thing, but 
Yeah. I, I think that's that's too much to cram in a DLC. I think we might have even talked mm-hmm. about that for like one or whatever. But I would love to see like obviously they're making a Wolverine game. Make a Daredevil game too. I would love that. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, well, after six weeks since it's been out now, Payday 3 has finally got its first patch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I, do, I do not know if people generally like it. I know at one point, Payday 2 on Steam had more concurrent players than P, uh, Payday 3, which made me laugh. Well, because everybody tried out Payday, Payday, Payday 3 and went, this sucks, and went back to Payday but 2. That patch is out there. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm interested to see if the game is more playable now. Um this also this is this is why I put it in here because it's news about something we haven't heard news on in a yeah. while, but it's also kind of a no brainer. Yeah. But uh, the James Bond game, which is being developed by IO Interactive, will be a much more scripted game than Hitman. That's kind of a no brainer, so. though, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Would hope so. like, I still think you'll maybe get like Hitman type environments, yeah. maybe where like okay. it's not necessarily like an old James Bond game like agent under fire or even like quantum assault where like you're playing through a level or maybe it's a mixture of like you do that but then there's also like you can one choose like open, how you get into this building and, and like an assassin's creed type thing or something you know yeah um, yeah i could see that i mean i'm super like that is the perfect studio to make a james bond oh no game. it's and when they, they can take that, all the time they like, need yeah thank yes we need james bond content and it's been a while right since they announced that years but again, take all the time yeah, you need. Do I don't whatever you want right yeah, now. Do. Like it's clearly going to be a while until we get whatever the next iteration of James Bond is, anyways. Oh, so. movie wise, I read something the other, yeah. like a couple weeks ago where they said they haven't even decided like what they're doing. With that. They don't even know what direction they yeah. want to take it right now. Because like so. the thing about that, the movie franchise now is like we're just in reboot mode, which is fine. That's what will happen. It's fine. It's yeah. been long enough where we can just restart it. That's fine. But and that's. Um, I mean, it works for me. <laughs> I pretty much you pretty much know that this game is going to be good out the gate. It's just oh, yeah. how it's going to play and stuff. Is, I'm excited. Um, I threw this in here. Uh, my game of the year last year, Vampire Survivors, is getting a story mode for free coming in the next uh, 1.8 update. Um, they're called Adventures. Adventures are self-contained miniature story modes that remix the game's content, following the survivors cast on a series of wacky side quests. Each, ad- each adventure will offer a unique progression path, giving the player an opportunity to start from scratch and face custom challenges with a limited arsenal without losing their precious unlocks in the main game. So Sounds cool. Uh, they don't have a they do not have a release date for this update yet, but it said uh, this will be coming soon. So, um, again, great game, great game, fantastic so, game. Uh, it'll be time. You know what? December will be a good time for me to jump back into playing a little bit of that. For a while, that was my like. I'll play a round of that because I'm at the point now where like a round of that is like playing a map for 30 minutes till the time runs out. So, um, BlizzCon is this weekend. It's going on right now. We got some announcements from that. I thought we'd go through them really quick. Some good stuff uh, in there. Yeah, some good stuff there. Yeah. Biggest biggest thing I think was the Diablo Four. At least it's getting its its title for its first expansion. It won't be out until late next year, which makes sense. Yeah, They're literally probably just start working on it right now. Uh, it's called Vessel of Hatred. It'll as as predicted, it'll have a new class. Right, but they are saying it's a brand never new, before. never yeah. been. Yeah, Very which cool. is exciting. I'm excited. That about is that. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's also it'll take place in Diablo Two area. Yeah, which is cool, cool too. So, 
excited about that. It just further um, proves that the Diablo Four is going to be the last Diablo game for a very long, very time. long time, probably sure. the next decade, and that's fine. Yeah, and that's yeah, it, yeah. it plays great. Keep adding stuff to it; it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard announces has announced the next three expansions in World of Warcraft, uh, called the World Soul Saga. I'm not a World of Warcraft person. So. I'm not either. Uh, the first expansion is called The War Within. Will be released next year. Uh, they are also doing World of Warcraft Classic, uh, adding the Cataclysm expansion to that. So people That's that cool. want to play the classic, yeah. it's cool. Classic. They're just going to continue doing fun. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy of mine um, where. They're adding a Final Fantasy eleven themed raid to Final Fantasy fourteen with That's that new cool. expansion. So he texted me immediately. Okay. He's like, So this is when you're coming back, right? So of course I am. But of uh, <laughs> I told myself what I'd really like for them to do is, you know, Final Fantasy eleven is somehow still kicking. I don't get it. But um <laughs> release a Final Fantasy eleven classic and I'm in. Like if they I'm if they did like a rollback of that to like the old days when I played it, hell yeah, I would play it again. <laughs> Cool. That game was hard as shit point, when I played it in the beginning. At this point, you could you get that working on a PS5. He's oh god, it's a PS2 game. I know it was on a PS2. You so. need a hard drive for PS2. But I that, remember that's how you got break. the. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that's how you got the hard. The only you, way to you buy, buy the hard drive separately. No, it only, after a while. After a while, no? but in okay. the beginning, in the beginning, it was like you, you had, had to buy that pack. And remember, it only took what certain was, ones. How big was that hard drive? Oh God, I have it somewhere. It was probably. Oh, shit. Gosh. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look it up while you talk about the next thing, but I, I need to know. It's, 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 it's going to be like so small. 20 gigs, right? No, I would 20 meg. We're talking megabytes at that point. When There's no that, way to be was a that? gig. 2004, three, four, yeah. Four, probably. It was definitely one. Probably. I was at Game Crazy. And I remember using it for that. I remember seeing it all the time in the store. Oh, 40, but I no, didn't. 40 gig. 40 gig. Okay. Yeah. Impressive. But it didn't, that, didn't, I that didn't mean a lot because by the time 11 was done, like there were expansions <laughs> for that. Um, <laughs> that was your hard drive. <laughs> I literally put Final Fantasy uh, or not Final Fantasy, the rest of the outbreak you could install to that. But that was actually not a good idea because if you did that, you could only play that online with other people who had it installed. And that oh, wasn't, that's interesting. That wasn't very big. Before. No, because not a lot of people would do that. Not a lot so. of crossover okay. between those games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Overwatch 2, they announced their next hero is, uh, Ma- I think, how do you pronounce that? Maga? Magu? Maga? Maui. That's his name. Maui, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the game's first Samoan hero. It's pretty cool. I I don't know. I'm, I've not played any Overwatch 2 because of how disastrous it launched, so... Um, Hearthstone, there's, we're still talking about Hearthstone. Hearthstone's next major expansion is Showdown in the Badlands. People are trying to charge um, $200 for this Final Fantasy XI thing in the box, by the way. Oh, Damn. This guy's a sealed uh, one. This, he wants a thousand for. This I thought was kind of cool. They announced a Diablo tabletop RPG. That's I'm really surprised cool. it doesn't, yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't exist already. I'm honestly, sure it does in some point. forms, and I'm sure there are ones that like people have created. Um, yeah. I would like for it to be like an actual like board game and not necessarily like a tabletop RPG. Well, cause like the kind of like the fallout one has like a board game for fallout. Yeah. Like a Diablo style or something like that would be cool. I like tabletop That'd RPGs, be- but you know, that's a lot of like, you got to put your own work into it. Sometimes I just want to play a board game version of something, <laughs> you know? Um, 
Phil Spencer made a brief appearance uh, this year at BlizzCon, basically just saying, you know, they're happy about the acquisition and you know, welcoming them. What I own you said, and everyone in yeah, this room much. now. You know, it's a typical thing you would have expected <laughs> yeah, to happen. Of course though. he's going to be there. Why wouldn't he be there? Like saying, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the final thing they announced looks like it was something called Warcraft Rumble, which oh, no. is out on iOS and Android. So it's a, one of those. No, thanks. They don't have any information in this article about it other than it's an iOS and Android game. So if it's like Diablo Immortal. I, it's probably more like a MOBA. That's probably what I would imagine, right? Yeah. Um. So that was that's pretty much what was announced today at BlizzCon. Um, final news article I put in here because I saw it the other day, and I thought to myself, "How long is it going to take before oh, this this is changed me, me within the same day?" Yeah, pretty much. Um, apparently, they sent out a thing to internal Microsoft employees. One of their perks is they get free Game Pass Ultimate, which makes sense. You Why work not? for the company. Why not? Why not? Yeah, sure. Uh, that they were going to end that benefit January of 2024, uh, which a bunch of people reached out to Phil Spencer. That was kind of like a hold on a minute because I'm sure that dude had no yeah, idea no, what was going <laughs> on. Else made that decision literally, and did not tell yeah. him. Yeah. And then literally within the same day later, it was just like, yeah, we're not going to end that. Yeah. <laughs> so they reversed that real why fast. Would it, like, it costs them Why would you end that for them? No, it doesn't cost them anything. It costs them, them nothing. They. And you want your employees to talk about the games yeah, that are on it's that also service, a, right? It's also it's a advertising for digital them. item. It's not like you have yeah. to ship this to people or have them come pick it exactly. up. Exactly, exactly. So I just I laugh when I saw it earlier in the day. I'm like, how long will no it take? No reason to end that at all. Like, it's, not at all. It's just being moronic. Yeah, it's not just, at somebody all. Somebody made a dumb decision or or whatever, and then no. Phil's not going to care. <laughs> Phil doesn't even. I think it's. I think it was something. That was like it's like two hundred thirty thousand employees or something. Two hundred thirty-eight thousand. I, I thought I read. Plus, the other reason is like, why wouldn't you give that away? It boosts your numbers for Game Pass. Oh, for real, right? Yeah, it's, and they'll use that. Yeah. So yeah, but I just like I, I threw it it's in here more funny. out of humor because I saw it and I was like, let's see how long it takes. Well, here you want to talk about Literally how Phil Spencer does nothing. He listens to what people <laughs> complain and figures out. We probably shouldn't do that. Hey, we're going to double the price of live. Hey, we don't like that. We're not going to double the price of live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, all like pretty it. much. That Again, I'll say that. That's the other thing that's been nice about Microsoft since he's taken over is like anytime there's a negative thing that they try and do it is usually reversed. Yep. Very fast. Yep. Where they actually listen. Whereas like, do you think that was going to happen when Sony said, hey, we're raising the prices of... Uh, PS Plus. No. Everybody complained about that immediately, and they didn't say a word about it. No, they just let it go I through. Thought, although they did, like, pretended. was it like a week ago where that guy defended it again? Yeah, I'm pretty he sure that saw like a said, defense about said, it, yeah. But just, it's what the market dictates. Yeah. No, it isn't. Always a good line. You're not giving any more value. How, how can you... There's no, yeah, there's no additional value. So... But we can, we can slide on over to emails here. We got, we got several to get through here. Um, our first email comes from Jim from South Haven, Mississippi he says, Hey guys, I just recently found your podcast and been going back and listening to older episodes for clarity. I worked for, at a GameStop from July of 2005 to November of 2020. So I was there for 15 years. I loved it. And I can tell you guys have the same passion for it that I did, but eventually either got beamed down or your store closed. Getting COVID twice is what did it me in. 
I ended up getting a big boy job and that I was with until May of the, of this year when I was suddenly laid off. I have to say that even though I've been unemployed for the last six months, I couldn't even imagine working for this company now. All the cuts, the changes, and the fact that at this point, every manager is an SL2 or even an SL3, it's insane. I was very fortunate to somehow stay in the same store for my entire tenure. That's really impressive. That's rare. That's like, very rare. I read that, I read that when I read getting, the email. I was like, Especially getting insane. promoted like that is incredibly yeah. rare. Um, it worked all the way up from a GA all the way to SL. Loved it, but man, what a load of shit this place is now. Always keep up the great work on this podcast. So I just thought that was interesting when I read that. I'm like, to to work at the same store your entire career is that's rare. Very that's, that's crazy. Like rare. When I got promoted to ASL, I moved, and when I got promoted to store leader, I moved. Yeah, it was just one I of those say, when you were at GameStop, you probably were at what a total of three different stores permanently. Yeah. I started okay. one as an SGA, got promoted, had to move to the next one, got promoted, having to move to the next one. And then there was a point when I was at my my final store where I was going to move. Remember? Uh, that yeah. That was the plan. I remember. And the, the chess the master, chess master yeah. had the pieces in place. Yeah. And then he bailed yep. when he took my assistant away. Um, yep. And then, you know, and this, well, especially because, like, we had multiple assistants after at a point where, like, they just kept having to float in. Because yeah. that was the chess master's moves. Um, and, you know, getting crazy, I stayed at the same location even through being promoted because there wasn't really an option. The closest store was 40 minutes away. I was going to say that then, would be a little bit different because that one, was more spread out. Yeah, And then the next one was probably about 45 minutes in the other way. But that one opened and closed within the time period of when I worked there. It was <laughs> that, that store was always run by idiots and it was always terrible. Um, that was a story. I've, I've told that before. I've told that story before, but that was a story where I had to go pick up Gran Turismo Four on release. Um, because, okay, yeah. And yeah. I walked in there and just said, "Hey, man, I'm here to pick up Gran Turismo Four. And the guy just gave me a box of fifty games in it and didn't say a word to me. It's like I could have been anybody. I don't yeah, know that's... you, like dumbass. It's like that store was just run by uh, complete idiots. And then I think even at one point it turned out that the. Uh, the manager of that store was faking reserves because there was some game. There was some game that was coming out sure. and it was like, you know, the reserve push. And I think we had 50 or 60 of it. And I yeah. had to go to his store to get something. And he had a little thing up that said, oh, I've got 150. And I said, how the fuck do you have 150? <laughs> oh, just, I'm really just <laughs> selling on people. And it turned out he was like overcharging people five bucks or, or something. It was something weird. Oh, and then he ended up getting rough. shit can't. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Was there ever a game crazy by itself that was not attached to a Hollywood yes. video? Yeah. There was one happen. in okay. Niles, which a buddy of that mine. be pretty rare. It was very rare. A buddy of mine ran it, um, and he, I came out to work with him one day for something. Uh, that store was weird because it was huge. Uh, it okay. was bigger than our GameStop was. Um, <laughs> our GameStop was actually pretty large yeah, in comparison was, to a lot was of pretty them. big compared yeah. to most. Um, yeah, but this one, this store was much bigger. Uh, it also didn't have the fake drop ceiling, so it had the warehouse ceiling, so it was, it was twice as tall. Oh, wow. Um, and when they built it, they literally ran the slat wall in one behind the counter all the way to the ceiling. It's so stupid. Um, because it was like That's 15 weird. feet up there. Um, yeah, yeah, it was in a it was in a really shitty location, like you couldn't turn left to get into it so you had to go down and pull a u-turn at the intersection uh, to get in okay 
uh, but couldn't turn left coming out of it. Um, it was weird. It didn't exist very long. It was only there for maybe a couple years. And then it was just like, yeah, we're not doing these anymore. Cause that was in the weird (laughs) part of time where game crazy tried to be its own thing. They were like, we're going to, we're not going to, we're going to break off from Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. And and, turned out like, not that this company was long for the world, but that was a huge mistake. Because the selling point is we were inside Hollywood videos, which was the second largest rental chain in the country at the time. Yeah. And, you know, the point of it was you got flow through traffic. And again, like there was a lot of things that we could have done better as a company. I should have done game rentals and not Hollywood um, and all that other shit. But yeah, it would have made a lot more sense. Just would have fit the fucking store. It was the whole point of the store. Yeah, our systems weren't even the same. Like our POS systems, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that seems wild. So stupid. Too, yeah. Um. Yeah. So there were there were a couple. I think there were there were probably more out where they first came from, back out west, like in Vegas and stuff. But um, okay. Yeah, that was the only one around here, and it was very weird, weird store. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, next email we have comes from Ryan from Albany, New York. It says, hey, guys, I love that you've been doing a lot of movie reviews lately, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on all the scuttle going on with Disney, Marvel, and the MCU. With everything from the rumored change out of Kane to Doctor Doom to even bringing back the original Avengers team for another movie, do you think that they can salvage this or do you think that we are seeing the end of comic book movies as we know them? Also, do you really believe the early reports that the Marvels will flop harder than the Flash? That just seems unrealistic to me. So where do you want to start? Um, you want to do the Marvels thing quick <laughs> and then do the rest of it? I Okay, I'll give you my prediction on the Marvels. I It, it does better than the Flash. I don't There's know. No, it, but it ha- at the same time, it has the largest drop off to a second weekend okay. of any Marvel movie ever. That's so right. I think that That's movie cool. comes out. Yeah. I think it beats Flash. Not by much. But I think it beats Flash because you still – that's the thing people need to remember. Like you still have the people hanging on. There are still people that hang on to the MCU and they still go and see every movie. DC didn't I'm fucking have it. that. Yeah, okay? no, it didn't. There are DC uh, people that bounce the fuck off of that as quick <laughs> as possible. Okay? I was one of the rare exceptions where I think you dragged pretty me much along I saw most of it. With, yeah. <laughs> except for Blue Beetle. I did not see Blue Beetle. I, have seen I Blue still Beetle have not seen Blue Beetle. It's one of the better ones. I like it's it. It's one of the better okay, ones yeah. for sure. It's better than Flash so, by, by a mile. Well, <laughs> that's not hard no to do. No babies in microwaves um, in Blue Beetle. I think as far as the Marvels go, I think it will be a massive flop. I mean, again, I, I read the other day, from my understanding, it costs $300 million plus. Th- and in with order like, to break with even, like marketing and everything, with marketing yeah, okay. reshoots, they have reshot this movie four times. Yes, this Ooh. movie started as Captain Marvel two, and then they were mandated. Now you got to throw these other characters in to this movie. Probably a smarter a lot idea, though, like it is, to do that. Honestly, yeah. But in order for it to break even, it needs to make four hundred and fifty million. Well, over that, can I give you a theory Think about, about why that. it might that might happen? It could happen. And it's, China, Other and it's China. And it's But this movie also is not called the Marvels. No. In China. No. It's called Captain Marvel 2. Yes. Because if I if I remember right, I think Captain Marvel did well over there. And it did. The other thing this also has going for it is like Asian countries in general, because like Kamala is in it. 
So you yes. get mm-hmm. that market as well. And like she's a, she's going to be – it looks like she's a huge part of it. Like I think they're trying to give all three of them equal – It seems like that. Which makes it sense. Seem it like it that. should be that. That's fine. So I think there's a chance. But I, I, I would agree with you that I think it will – the second we drop off will be terrible. I think, be I think domestically <laughs> it will do worse than The Flash. Maybe not by much. But The Flash okay. at least is an established name, right? True. Captain Marvel okay. had her own movie. She was kind of in an Avengers movie. And that's about it. They had the, yeah. the thing about Captain Marvel is they had the perfect placement for that movie to do well. It was sandwiched between those two Avengers movies. Yes. So that movie was anything they put in that slot was always going to be a success at that time. That's not the case in 2023. Well, so we'll talk. Let's talk about the, the problems the MCU the is other facing stuff. right now. Okay. I think I will say I think their main problem is they plan too far in advance. You think okay? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think purposely naming one of these Avengers movies like the Kang Dynasty probably a mistake. Like it, it it's more Huge of a mistake, mistake. now, but oh, yeah. <laughs> even then, it's like you're you're building to that, and they're building him in such weird ways. Like he's in the Loki show. Loki show, I maintain best Marvel show. By far. I'm caught up on the current one. There's one left next week. It is still incredibly good. It probably is the only one that really needed to exist because it's the only one that really ties all this shit together. Uh, Okay. Okay. So he's in the first season that he is phenomenal in that when he did his little thing at the end of the the first season, I thought he was great. And I'm like, I'm excited for where this could go. And then he goes through his personal shit. And if that's true or not, who knows, (laughs) but it's not a good look right now. No. And then quantum mania not good. And they forced <laughs> him into that. It, so, um, you know, a different variant. And then they have a different variant in the new season of Loki, which is pretty good. Again, this guy's a great actor. It's just, it's hard for me to like him because of everything because that's of going on. What's going on right now. And to, yeah, bank, exactly. to bank this whole set on him is difficult now. Were they ever going to seriously cut him for Dr. Doom? No, they weren't going to do that. They, I don't think so Because they can't just, you can't just bring in Dr. Doom as the bad guy unless we do Fantastic Four stuff first. That has yeah, to be yeah. a setup. Even, I don't even think, he, he shouldn't be the villain of the first Fantastic Four movie. Do something else. Dr. Doom? No, yeah. do something else and use it as a way to build him. Because he should be whatever the next giant big bad is in all of this. Okay. And okay. um the other thing that seems to be happening is Loki the the basis of season 2 is all about like timelines and branching timelines and all this other stuff. Yeah. This that's seems, what I've read. So the last episode is next week. Supposedly something fucking huge is going to happen. Were they that's could, what I've read, which yeah. it could be a good thing where it nukes everything and they can start all of this over which was going to happen at some point, right? They have to. It has to happen at some point. <laughs> at some point, they have to. Yeah. So, would that give that? Do you think by nuking it? Do you think that would give them the out they need for this supposed? Let's bring back the original team and do an Avengers movie with them. Like I'm talking, we're we're, I don't, we're talking about bringing back Robert Downey. I don't Jr. want that, Iron man. I don't. I don't either. That. But I'm saying, like, also, like, by doing that, you will effectively make that man the highest paid actor in Hollywood history. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, to. sure. Um, but he he's the reason the whole MCU exists. So has he earned it? It is probably. It is. Um. So, but then you negate the death of him, and you Captain negate America. the death of and, uh, right. Captain and Black Widow. And Black Widow. Yeah. 
So why, instead of pivoting to Dr. Doom, could they just not recast him as like recast a different variant? I think they bury. I think what happened is they buried themselves at the end of Quantumania because the end of Quantumania's tease spoilers is so he's (laughs) in that movie, right? He's banished to the microverse by other kings because he's decided he's they've decided he's the worst one. And without okay. knowing it, they help him get out. So the 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 spoiler the credit scene for Quantum Mania is a bunch of Kangs, and they're all him. They had an out where because they are variants of him, they could have made him someone else. But now they have established that like every Kang looks like him. So that's kind of um, a problem. Because that's a problem. in the comics, <laughs> one of the versions of Kang is a descendant of Reed Richards of yeah. the Fantastic yeah. Four. So like my thought that was probably how they were gonna loop all of this stuff together. But okay. they've kind of backed themselves in a corner. Could they still pivot? They could. Like there's they could just pivot and say, this guy is him now because he changed his face so he wouldn't get wrecked or, or whatever the fuck they want to do. There's a lot of I ways. I feel like it would be way easier yeah. to do that. Just recast someone as the as oh. Kang and I mean, they did it to, you know, War Machine. Yeah, but that was easier to and get I know away with not, because he right. wasn't the as far focus. As it's different. And it was so exactly. early on yeah. in the MCU as well but that they could kind of get away. I feel like it could work you out could. because I feel like pivoting to a whole new villain like Doctor Doom would be – I mean, you haven't mentioned – Well, no my, mention my thought, my thought be would be because like, I think the next two are – is it King Dynasty and then Secret Wars? I believe it was okay. King Dynasty so here's, first. So here's what my thought is. The Loki thing is has set up multiple branches of the timeline now exist because the first season made it clear that they prevented that from ever happening, that there was only ever one time. Okay. And by killing him at the end, it opened it up where anything is possible now. So instead of bringing back all of these other people to make another Avengers movie, which we don't need, because <laughs> if there's multiple timelines – and why don't we save this for Secret Wars? And then Secret Wars could be like, it's Captain America from this one, it's Iron Man from this one, and it's Spider Man yeah. from this one. And it, this gives you freedom. Secret Wars, if they pull from timelines, gives you freedom for them to be anyone. They can be yeah. completely yeah. recast. Secret Wars in the comics is a whole. Sh- it's a shit show of a, an event because like there's a guy named the Beyonder, and he pulls all these guys together to like fight wars for his amusement kind of thing, and. Uh, but they could pull different versions of characters in and then maybe Secret Wars like fixes the timeline and now all these guys are mashed into one thing and this is just your new team. So maybe Secret Wars is the reset and Loki is helping us get there. Um, okay. It does, the thing is it needs to be reset. We can't rely on C-level <laughs> characters to lead the rest of the MCU. Not at this point. Not anymore. Like, proven, right. proven that that is not We're working. getting a Daredevil show eventually, which I'm hopeful for. The Echo well, thing let me, just let came me out today. This. It looks really okay, good. Let me ask this. Have you, okay, yes. have you watched the show? Yeah, it looks incredible. Because that is the first thing that I've seen that is like, okay, we're doing something here. Again, a very large part of that is Kingpin. Well, the thing because is... Because it's not just... It's not Kingpin from Hawkeye. Not to mention, like, King, like Kingpin and Hawkeye was fine, but he wasn't Kingpin. He wasn't from in it enough. The Daredevil, but he wasn't in it, it enough. But for, it, for you to think that, no, 
this is the fucking kingpin you want it to well, be like in that trailer. Yeah. It also goes to so, say that like Echo is, Echo went through multiple reshoots, multiple script things. Oh, absolutely. Multiple like we don't think this is good kind of a thing. Where I have heard many times that Echo was an incredible shit show. So that when the trailer dropped today, I was like, eh, I guess I'll right. watch it. And I was blown away at, like how excited well, I am for it now. Because I think because it very much seems like a direct sequel or tie-in to those Netflix shows. Right. I think, yeah. I think, and More I think so that's what the Disney benefit is, is, to, is to not make it Disney MCU and make it – this is more so tied into the Daredevil show that existed already, the Hawkeye mm-hmm. show because that's where she came from, which does have mm-hmm. a somewhat darker tone towards the end of that show. Towards the end that of show it, yeah, is, I like that show a lot too. That's probably really my second good. favorite I like one. that one. It's fun and yeah, it's – Yeah, Hawkeye was Yeah, really it's good. fun. And then it's like, a good passing of the guard for that character. Right. And then, yes, exactly. So she can hang around. She could be in Secret Wars. And then you and that's fine. go move into Echo, which kind of keeps the theme going. And then Echo sets up the next Daredevil show. Like which so, I cannot wait for. But I, I mean, we know now that they are reshooting that entire show. Right. <laughs> so well, you saw. But it. do you think they're reshooting it in the way that this Echo thing is going to be? I would I think so. so. Well, you so. saw like other problems, like even the She Hulk show, which I thought was pretty good. Because it, it leaned more towards I into like a comedy kind of a thing, but yeah. you saw like that came out today where she wasn't even supposed to transform into She Hulk until episode eight. <laughs> what the oh. hell are you talking about, man? Like, then what the hell would that show have been? Because well, it was supposed to be like legal drama type stuff, and then okay. and then they finally went in and said, "No, man, she's got to turn into She Hulk like now." So that's why <laughs> the CG in that show not great. All this, all yeah. these CG problems are because they set these dates so far in advance. Like Ant Man and stuff has to come out this day. How about we just yeah. let Ant Man take another year? No one's really going to care that much. You know what I mean? It's it's the thing they don't understand. Like they've oversaturated their market. Like they don't understand is but, if they just took a little more time, I think the audience would be there. Yeah, the audience is there. It's proven it's there instead of. Instead of it has it's still it's, it's here worse now, it's not every three months. Now it's every six weeks because it's either a movie or a TV show on Disney Plus. But it's still here over a decade later and people are still here for it. People <laughs> and, are excited yeah, for stuff coming. I'm excited. Like, I think they do need to get off their ass and either tell me that Spider-Man 4 is happening or it's not happening. Give me. I agree. Give with me that. it either I don't way. understand. Yeah. I, know, I know Tom Holland said he's taking a break from acting. That's fine. The guy's earned it. Right, he's earned it. Hey, he's been I, in I multiple Avengers movies, multiple Spider-Man. Yeah, movies. Like you have to remember, it wasn't just three Spider-Man no. movies. That dude's in Civil a ton War, of fucking Avengers. shit. So yeah, yeah like exactly. He's done a lot. He can take a break if he wants to be done. I'm okay with it because, especially with Spider-Man movies, not counting the Sony ones because they're a train wreck, which I think <laughs> are eventually gonna, just going to get looped into all of this shit anyway because they're already basically That's there. Right. Um. There's more characters to do. Tom Holland wants to be done. That's fine. We have Miles. As we yeah. say, you can do Miles. You can easily. do Miles easily. And you know what? Miles, among younger kids, like you know, my kids and stuff, has arguably just as big of a following as, as Peter does. Oh yeah. There's no there is no separation of those characters for these kids anymore, which is great. No. But it also means like you have the opportunity to do whatever you want. Make Spider-Verse movies that aren't animated. Okay. Yeah. Not hard to do. Like you could I mean obviously like Miles has the Spider-Verse movies are his, so maybe you don't want to do a live action thing. But <laughs> yeah. you're stupid not to. You're sitting on 
another billion dollar movie a lot of miles yeah. makes a movie and you're sitting on another yeah. billion dollars if there's a live action Gwen Stacy movie like yeah. all of these characters Spider-Verse has made them I'm explode. honestly surprised that isn't one thing where they haven't pivoted towards more Spider-Man movies as a whole internally MC for sure and like and that, a lot of that has to probably yeah. do with Sony, Sony well uh, Sony kind of gave up on that when they realized they couldn't make that shit to save their lives Although it's funny now that we say that because <laughs> well, but we say that now when I feel like there's a real support for Amazing Spider-Man three. Like if there's they, a huge yeah, support for I that would, after that last Spider-Man. Super I would absolutely go see it now, even though I don't like the first two ones because he was <laughs> redeemed because <laughs> he was redeemed in that last movie. Heavily and you realize that he wasn't the problem. No. Everything else was the problem. So, but they're sitting on. Spider-Man characters out the ass. MCU could take a break for five years. And take they time. should, but... They should get to Secret Wars, let it reset, and then Miles Morales, Gwen Stacy. Uh, you could probably get away with a 2099 movie at this point if you really wanted to. Just because he's to, actually yeah. relevant. So the MCU's in this weird state where... It's a weird I feel like it has to power itself through Secret Wars... And then really, really make a decision about, are we going to continue this by resetting it and like making new versions of these characters? Or are we just going to reboot the whole fucking thing? Because by the time yeah. they get to that point, it'll be almost 20 years since Iron At that Man point, yeah. You can start over. Take a year or two and then reboot it. Yeah, Make it James Bond and just be like, it's not about the person playing him. It's about the character. And we can do it again. Yeah. Although anybody who plays... Iron Man after this is fucked because Robert Downey Jr. is perfect. So it <laughs> agree doesn't that, really like, matter. Yeah. They're I fucked. Like, he like, was phenomenal so. as Iron Man. Yeah. And it's There's even a reason better. why they paid him $50 million. And it's million even better because it's, you really just get a feeling of like that's how he is in real life. And they just kind of wrote the character <laughs> about him and just I think so. put a suit on him. I kind of think him. there is there's there's some truth a lot to it of that. For sure. Yeah. There is for sure. I, I watch everything um, just because I feel obligated at this point, but I am, yeah. I am growing tired. Oh, I, sure. yeah, no, I, I, I mean, for me, like I, it, it's gone from, for me, like essential, like you need to see every one of these fucking movies to like, and for me, it started with the TV shows. Cause like, I liked WandaVision a lot. I loved the, uh, Falcon and winter soldier. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people didn't like that. I loved it. I like that one, but I, I, I like that a lot. And then, uh, Loki for me, Loki didn't, click with me i know you like loki a lot I, it just didn't click with me i feel like and that was where i kind of started to bounce out of the tv shows i feel like the tv shows um, work best when they try to incorporate themselves into the movies bringing characters yeah. from the movies and all that kind of stuff and working around that when they try to be their own thing it's not as successful i did like hawkeye yeah. a lot though That's I, a fun I agree one. on that but yeah, then, like the one. movies are what really started to lose it for me like i didn't like multiverse of madness at all I really did not like Thor 4. Thor 4 just <laughs> love Thunder. It's too jokey. It went too there's far room, in the wrong There's room direction. for it to be jokey, but it went too far. It went yeah. too far with the joke. Like you, okay, you watched that last one that he did, 27, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. It is a perfect mix of jokes and, and action, you know, serious and, tone at yeah. times, action. Perfect blend of that. Like a great shining example of, hey, you want to make a modern comic book movie, have all those elements, watch that movie. Whereas you watch Love and Thunder, it's just every 10 minutes, there's this dumb joke, that dumb joke. The thing that, you know what drove me on that movie? Remember the fucking horses? 
the or goats. like whatever the, the the goats that that screamed yeah. and like hey that's pretty funny the first time but then every 10 minutes in that movie those things had to scream again yeah. and i'm like oh my god so but again and it's just it's worn to me now where it's like these movies they don't feel essential to me anymore right. i haven't seen quantumania yeah. i don't feel like i need to see quantumania i don't i watch quantumania because i like him i do too but on the flip but side of that i love guardians 3 guardians 3 great movie but that amazing guardians movie. 3 was but that was more of an end for those characters well it's also a great set mm-hmm. of movies because they kind of really aside from them showing up in avengers they exist in their own <laughs> bubble and, they and, do. and thor shows up at one point you know yeah like but that last I love that last movie. movie a lot. So last one was fantastic. But other than that, like they just they haven't felt essential. And now which is it's weird to say, like, we didn't have a Marvel movie really this summer other than Guardians in the beginning. We had Secret Invasion, which I've heard as someone I, who's you watched, watched it. I watched it. Okay. It's okay. It's a show I've, about I it. I saw <laughs> I watched a recap of it and just said this seems like such nonsense. I, the problem with that show is it's it's only like six episodes. That's not enough. It is. It's not enough. No, to tell for the storyline of the game. And then again, what we're leading into the Marvels, which I have no interest in at all. Um, so, and what what is? Do we even know what's next after this? Like movie wise, Fantastic Four is supposed to be shooting soon next year. Deadpool, I, I guess Deadpool, Deadpool three should next- be. Because yes. it is going to be pulled into the MCU, well, but again, that's been think, delayed because of the strikes. A lot of people think Loki is how it's going to get pulled into. Like, there's got to be some kind that of makes sense. There's got to be some kind of tag at the end of Loki where it's like he shows up or somebody has from something he shows else. up. Deadpool. Somebody from something else has <laughs> okay. to show up, or the payoff of the show is not there. Which I think you and I both agree. Like, I'm not a Deadpool. My girlfriend loves. Deadpool. I hate, I'm not a Deadpool I, fan. I'll say it. I hate. I him. love Ryan Reynolds. And he is so good. I hate as Deadpool. Deadpool as a character. It's made me like those movies. But I love those movies because of him, and that's it. Yeah. He's so good yeah. at, in that role. I can't stand. It's literally made for yeah, him. I can't stand the character at all, but like <laughs> him as the character, he's okay. Great. Yes. He's so, yeah, just having such a great time. The next movie you get is Deadpool after the Marvels. But that's unknown of when it's going to come out because of the strike. Fuck so, yeah. Because yeah. it was May 3rd next year, and then, then now it's, uh, we don't know. So. I think Fantastic Four okay. is one of the next. Oh, Thunderbolts is probably next after that. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, Captain America, Brave oh, that's New right. World. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Seth Rollins is in that. Do you know that? Yeah. I read that the other day. I don't know if it's that good. And then that Thunderbolts, that and, Thunderbolts. and then Blade. Oh, well, okay. Blade is its own shit show. Blade is yeah. a real... You want to talk that about guy, a real shit guy, show? They were going to make him the fourth co-lead in a movie called fucking Blade. What? Here, let me tell you. <laughs> let me give you a hot take. Don't do a new Blade movie. That's my hot take. That 98 movie is fucking perfect. But what about the crossover potential for my Eternals, favorite, Kyle? One of my favorite comic book movies of all time. I just and I like I love that movie to death. I don't need a new Blade movie, but I remember the, I remember the crossover. I need the payoff from Eternals. <laughs> there you go. What about the other thing in Eternals with the giant uh, thing like hanging oh, out? The Celestial. Yeah, yeah, like they've never done don't anything with that sense. You can don't worry about that. Well, just <laughs> if they want to do that, that that would that gets more into Fantastic Four territory. God, I forgot that the yeah. Eternals was a movie. I did not see that. So. Um, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Eternals said, is not overall essential. not bad as its own okay. thing. It does not fit into the MCU in any way. Do you feel like it was more of like it could have been like a Sony Marvel movie <sighs> that just 
kind of hangs out on the side. Okay. It should have just been like this not is, as bad as the Sony Marvel no, no, movies no. have been. It should have like, just been like this is something that takes place in this universe. They should not have like put in a, a <laughs> teaser for Blade or tied it to anything else. No, it should have been its own yeah. thing because it was fine. It was for a really else. big story. It like it was story. very story driven. Yeah, that, yeah. For very character driven. That's the only reason I yeah. watched it because I thought it was. I thought like. I had heard bad things about it, but I was like, I just want to check it out. Like, I just wanted to see for my own yeah, eyes. Yeah. And I, I actually really the stories, the, the stories about the characters and their relationships with each other are great exactly. in that movie. But it doesn't okay. feel yeah. like an MCU movie because oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it, the, the plot of the the plot of what they're trying to stop is just dumb. And the fact that it's okay. never referenced like again, I think. I think. Maybe <laughs> yeah, so I said the celestial thing. Is I what I always maybe at see some people point, going one back of the to. After they might have referenced like the fact that there was that giant one like in the water at the end. Maybe okay. that was like a throwaway, but um, Fantastic Four is is. I hope the Fantastic Four stuff does more cosmic stuff because that's always been okay. their point is like going to space, going to different universes, all that kind of stuff, and maybe we can yeah. bring. Yeah, Celestial stuff back in because there's a really good story in the comics about Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom and the Celestials at one point, which is really good. Okay, but um, who knows? Well, we can we can move on. I could talk about this for a while. Oh, we can move on. We can move on. Do you know? I, I'll add this not an MCU thing, but I'll just add it really quick. Do you know that I just learned this the other day? I didn't even know this was being made. There is a fourth uh, Planet of the Apes movie coming out next Memorial Day. Do we? That is a sequel to the last one. Do we need that? Yeah. So when I saw it, it's called Kingdom of the Planet Apes. So when I saw that, when I saw it was happening, I'm like, ah, I've as someone who's seen all three of those and especially loved the last one, I was like, eh, I know how that ends. I mean, this one is about his son or whatever Caesar's son, but watching the trailer, it it actually looks pretty good. I'll say so. I'm I'm excited about it. I, I made my girlfriend watch it because I'm like, eh, because she she had the same reaction with like. Eh, I really like that last one. Like, do we need to do another one of these? Because it was so well done. Like, no, what if it Edward actually looks so a good. sequel to the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes movie. <laughs> there you go. But then, then they tie it in yeah. to this the universe. There you, the universe. there you go. There we go. Marky Mark would come back and do that, right? Sure. And then I think the the Estella Warren, I think, is the woman from that. She she's probably not doing anything. <laughs> probably not. Um. Anyways, we can move on, though. Yeah. Uh, Brad from Killdeer, North Dakota. Hey, guys. Was curious if any of you have played Baldur's Gate yet or are planning to before the end of the year. I'm sure it's going to be on many Game of the Year lists. Uh, I want to really bad, I, but I am waiting for the Xbox version. I desperately want to. <laughs> I'm waiting for, excuse. since it's digital only in the States, I'm waiting for a sale. And that is my reason for waiting, specifically, because it's my excuse to not buy it right now because i could easily just play it on ps5 or pc i sat the entire month of august basically with my finger on the trigger to play that game on steam and then i held off because i knew starfield was coming and it would just sit there so and that's a game i really want to dump a lot of time into and i know it is a is a huge like time crunch game so um I plan to, I'm hoping, I saw an article, that, I meant to put it in, there was a news article the other day that it is still on track to be on the Xbox before the end of the year, so I would imagine we'll get a date soon. If I could get it on like Xbox a Black version. Friday sale for 20% off or something, I would that probably would be do the, it. I'll say this, that will be the one thing that would, would maybe get me to consider doing on PS5, is if it's like 40 bucks. Yeah. I might be like, you know what, that's, fine, whatever. That's also a great time period because that gives me time to play that before Final Fantasy in February. Like that's Fair. enough time yeah. for me to play it in between. 
So. I, I have in January. I have infinite wealth to play before. Oh yeah, I mean, I gotta play the last I'm, one. But I'm going to. I'm I'm going to do it. So. Uh, and then I saw, I saw like, cause I was looking at the, the store right before we recorded down the Xbox and it was like, that's the 25th of January. And then literally the week after is that persona three uh, reloaded. Yeah. And I was just like, that's, that'll be on game pass. So like, I don't have to wait. Like no. there's no way I can shove three RPGs in that oh, God, quick no. amount of time. So no way. Um, now we got some redacted emails. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, this one actually comes to somebody that wrote in, I want to say the last show or the show before. Uh, so Kent from Redacted. Hey, guys, former GameStop manager here. I wrote in on a previous show just about how awful things were getting. Your advice helped me to uh, helped push me over the edge, push myself to get out. And holy fuck, did I did it at the right time. The new benefits slashing for 2024, more changes to the power up program. Yeah, I'll say I got out at the right time. I'm working IT support now and I love it. Makes me wish I would have done this sooner. Thanks again, guys. Great job. I did it. A uh, success story, everyone. And we can, well, I'll read this other sure. email and we can yeah, dig into kind of in the latest. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Brian from Redacted, holy shit. How does GameStop continue to get worse for us at this point? I fully believe these latest changes continue to trend that Ryan Cohen just wants everyone to quit. I fully believe that these are the final days for GameStop as we know it. And at the end of these changes are only the start of more changes to continue to drive as many to quit. So Cohen can turn this into a website and shutter all physical locations. I'm working on getting out, but Christ, this is the lowest the company has ever been. Okay, so, so I will let you give. There's stuff to in. unpack here. So there are two big GameStop changes that came out this week. We'll start with the Power Up card. We'll just start there. Yeah. So Power Up card, as we all know, has start. changed a decent amount lately. Where you know it's twenty five dollars now instead of fifteen. All this other kind of stuff. But starting December first, the five dollar <laughs> coupon you get will no longer work for digital cards or money or any of that kind of stuff, which is a big change they're trying to get away from because that was a thing a lot of people used it for. It was like, I'll just take $5 Xbox Live or $5 to PlayStation or whatever, and you just put that in your, yeah. your system account and let it build. Uh, that's over. Can't do that anymore. Okay. Your welcome points for renewing or signing up, instead of getting 10,000 points, which is $10, you now get 5,000 points for $5. Oh, wait, are you renewing your card? You get nothing. So Instant. renewing your card gives you no bonus of any kind, not even rewards money. Uh, that's interesting. And why are they changing this, you say? Well, to improve the profitability of the pro program. That's a direct quote yeah, from this email from this that's guy. That's a direct quote. Yeah. That's fucked. Like, we're literally taking this away because fuck you. That's why. It is, we want it more is money is, in our pockets. So here's – but here's the kicker. Here's the real, the real fuck job that they're doing to employees. So – Employee benefits, healthcare, insurance, 401k matching, all that kind of stuff. Well, that cost is going up, which is not necessarily out of the realm of possibility for a lot of businesses. Like your healthcare changes every year. Sometimes it goes up fine. Okay, whatever. It typically doesn't go up and remove things, though, like life insurance, accidental death and dismemberment, short and long term disability and matching 401k contributions. That's all gone. Yeah, that's gone now. And you have to pay more for it starting January 1st. Yeah. So who makes, you know, who does that benefit? It benefits the company and it benefits your buddy, Ryan Cullen, because now they're not paying for as much for healthcare, but making you pay more. 
Like we're talking, we're talking about like, is this going to drive people to quit for sure? And is it on purpose? Here's a hot take. Absolutely. This oh, absolutely. Whole point, the whole point of all of these changes <laughs> is for him to get as many people to leave on their own power as possible. Yeah. They, as the email yes. said, and that guy's that not guy's wrong. Exactly like, right. Because everybody yeah. who quits doesn't get fired and doesn't get severance. And then mm-hmm. while well, we don't have enough people like January 1st is coming, man, stores are closing. Get ready. Oh yeah. Not, a, maybe not a ton, maybe not a ton right away, but 50, a hundred, 150, 200 stores are closing because the more people that leave, the more stores he can close, but he has, but he still has inventory. So he keeps all the inventory, but he doesn't pay rent or employees or any of that kind of stuff. So the valuation of the company goes up because he still has product. And then the whole point of this is to build as much value as he possibly can to, you know, turn it into a website so that he can sell that website and get out. Right. That has to be the point. It is. It has to be the point. That's what he does with everything else. He built Chewy into this popular thing. And when it got popular and he couldn't manage anymore, sold it, moved on. Bed Bath & Beyond, sold it, moved on. Like he, this is the, you know, the scam. This is, it's a business to be fair. He's doing it the way it needs to be done but it just proves rolling the sleeves up yeah and then like you get yeah he's, he's rolling his up. sleeves up and getting you to quit that's how he's yeah. getting there this is just yeah. another tactic to get more people out and then it's going to get worse like i did uh what was the other thing that changed you can't use gift cards Something. to pay for post cards yeah. uh, that's right i do have a confirmed that you can use gift cards to buy digital currency through the system okay, okay. but they're getting rid of gift cards for post cards Part of me gets that because, you know, they never really make any money on postal cards. So spending a gift a GameStop gift card there doesn't really make, make them any zero. money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, the good natured belief system in me would hope that maybe it's part of a reason to help maybe stop some of these like gift card flipping scams where like yeah. people get a card for cheaper and then use it to buy a card to sell for more. All that shit. We've, uh, we saw many times. Yeah, it happened constantly. Remember oh, yeah. the guy? There was a guy that used to come in with like, printed out gift cards constantly yeah and i finally got to a point where it's like i can't no dude like you're you're hit you've hit your limit goodbye yeah no i remember yeah that. and then you know with the people who are doing something wrong will fight back the first couple times but eventually they'll just take it and they'll move on um you know it's this is gamestop dude it's not getting better it's no, only it's getting worse it's I told you last time I went into one, get out one person working in a crowded mall store that was destroyed the day after a, you know, a sale ended. That's crazy. You went into one where because you got fucked because somebody from another store who didn't know what he was doing and his boss didn't know what they were doing. Didn't know what active promotions are going on, which is insanity to me because that's basically a main part of your job. Didn't know the easiest way to test it in the computer. And then secondly, to like sell somebody a new game, but not even that that obviously has been open. Whatever, fine, but didn't seal it at all. So, which is just insanity. Can I blame them for not caring? No, I can't do that. No, no. If you're there, man, like it makes your job easier if you actively know what's going on. You know, we worked, you know, it's it's sad to think of it now, but like you and I worked there in some of the golden times, like the PS4 launch and the Xbox One launch. Yeah. Those were golden times in that company where getting cards was easy, getting warranties was easy, getting pre orders was easy. 
because it was all still physical. You still had to come here mm-hmm. to get it. Trade still matter. Yeah, the, the rise of digital, I mean... It happened after. Really, I mean, it really did. It didn't really kick off until... I think the pandemic really you accelerated would, you would, it, too. We would get but, some yeah. people where it's like, well, I'm just going to buy it digital. Okay. Like, I get it. That'd be... That would be, happen, but it was it wasn't rare. I mean, it would happen. The only times I ever, the only times that ever confused me are when people are like, oh, "I'm just going to buy the new FIFA game digital." Why? <laughs> you realize that's garbage that's in <laughs> less than a year. Madden is garbage in less than six months. If you buy digital, <laughs> no. To be fair, it doesn't hold a lot of trade value either. But no, um, it doesn't. But okay, yeah. I mean, well, also, I mean, we were there through the launch of the Switch, which yeah. I would argue still today, still a huge physical. Yeah. So. But, you know, no. it's gotten significantly worse since we left, you know, and this and Chewie is just he's just playing with it like it's a toy box that he pays attention to when he gives a shit and forgets about it yeah. the rest mm-hmm. of the year. Names himself CEO. Wow. What a stunning move. Like, it's <laughs> well, shit, dude. I mean, that. I mean, to me, that just is the OK, I've watched these people fuck around enough with like, OK, this person was CEO for a while. That person was. CEO. Well, I think it finally got and to the, the point, point where, where it's like he's decided to hit the end game. Like, I got to yeah, get this. I got to get this moving because remember what's fiscal yeah. year ends February 29th, right? Yeah. Maybe that's when maybe that's when it begins. But now, remember, they've looked Could for be. buyers in the past and never got really a good evaluation of anything. No. But with all of the shit he's cutting now and all of the people that have quit and all of this other stuff and the stock stuff is only helping his evaluation. He's just trying to pump that number as high as he can until yeah. it's gone. And then he can get out. Whoever buys it can say, we bought it for the name, close everything and make it an online retailer. <clears throat> Which is what it should be within the next five years anyway. But I don't I don't. We say it all the time, and you know, people have said it for five years, ten years, however long you want to argue it. But like, the ship is sinking, and yeah. people who it is more accelerated. If now you than still it work there, if been. you still work there, this is just like the red flags are coming faster. There's always been red yeah. flags; they are coming faster. If you still work there, you, for your own sake, you need to consider getting out now before that. <laughs> before you don't have a choice. Before yeah. it's just over. And we're talking about like Target pays double minimum wage for some of these people. And it's it does, yeah. And it's less than what you're doing here on your own in terms of like what you have to do. It's it's Target, less you're not a like registered person s- and a janitor and an inventory specialist no. and customer no. service. You're not five you're doing different one people. of those things. <laughs> you stock shelves, you do the register, I, you clean up. As someone who worked at Target, again, this is we're going back sure. years, but for for almost no, I think it was three years for about three years. Like, I, I mean, and I, I looked back on it nostalgically now because my girlfriend and I were watching uh, Top Chef and one of the seasons we just watched. Oh, yeah. They had a challenge where they were in, you know, yeah. Target. And like, so I was just kind of telling her, like, it kind of bringing me back to the days of working at Target. But like, yeah. The thing there, you will be paid better, but you will be doing one specific thing. You do one job. Yes, you might rein somebody up. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing that you have over a lot of people. If you want to go over to Target and work in the electronics department and you tell them that you worked at a GameStop, you'll get that real fast. Yep. Oh, so you, if they have that so you know about this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. You can work a register. Easy to fill that slot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, no, it's it's time. <laughs> never been a, there's never been a more clear like the ship is sinking than like, right now. Well, the problem I have with it too is I don't want to say problem, but like if you're someone who works there and you still don't see this as a problem, I don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. I just don't understand it. Like again, this is for for your sake and your sanity, and you know, there's going to be a point where. Your store, they just come, they roll up to you like they did to me and say, "Hey, I need to talk to you for a minute." Your store is closing next month, and that was the that was the lead time I got on Black Friday. That's Black right. Friday. Yeah, you were still on Black Friday. Your store is closing next month. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means by Christmas. Uh, uh, I think we were supposed to close. I think the twenty sixth is what it I was. No, I think he, I think what it was was your last day being open was the twenty sixth, and you had told them there's no I told fucking them you're way because, because it's that's return no. day, <laughs> and we're not. Yeah. Why why would you give me one extra day to just ship all that to out to tell people who come in to return to this stuff? Like, yeah, we're Bad closing, idea. and no, and we we managed to convince yeah. him like Christmas Eve was it, and at Christmas Eve was yeah. kind of like this is what we have left. You can buy it if you want. It's yeah. we're yeah. gone, but. But one. that's so we had a month to be to be to tell people yeah. this location's done. Uh, and for me to tell everybody who worked for me, like, I'm sorry, it's gone. We could try to place you somewhere else if you want, but otherwise, it's over. Like, and that's just yeah. like the hammer drops faster than you think. I think some people think they get like a three month lead time, or you're going to be closing at the end of the year. No, you are closing Not in a retail now. environment. <laughs> That's well, the other thing I would say, too, is like if you've never like there's never been a bigger red flag than like the fact that now, hey, we're for people that can have them. We're cutting all these benefits. Yeah. In this drastic yeah. way. It's not just like people don't oh, we're cutting it. one thing. Yeah. We're cutting multiple important benefits here. So, like, if you can't see that as a red flag not, to get out, I don't know what to tell you. Cutting 401k <laughs> matching. Tells me that yeah. they don't think you're going to be there until retirement. Yeah, because <laughs> the company will be here. But like, yeah, disability that's that's covering stuff that like you get in an accident. Sorry, you can't work. Sorry, it's too bad. Yeah, it's they're they're fucking you. Their their insurance was never great to begin with, and to be honest, I never had to use it because I have insurance through someone else. Yeah, but um. To, to, for the price to go up and what you get to go down is madness. It is especially it. think if think if you're the insurance provider for your family, like <laughs> you're you're the working parent and you've got two kids who are on your insurance. You pay you pay more to cover like your everything else, but if something happens to you and you can't work, well, it's too bad. We're not going to cover. That. Yeah, it's yep. crazy. Oh. Please get out. We implore you. Never been a better time I to get out. Thrilled. Look at Kent. Kent went to IT support. That's one of those like adjacent careers we talked about that like you basically yeah. do now. I did it with That's, you afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, st- I still do a form of it now. It is a very easy if, – if you work at GameStop, you're probably a techie person. And realistic – here's a secret about IT jobs if we didn't tell people before. Um, <laughs> you learn it on the job. Yeah, oh, yes. you learn like you don't have to have any experience doing any kind of IT other than the fact that you know what no. computers are because you will go into whatever company you go to you know how to turn on a computer because whatever <laughs> company you go to will have their own specific 
set of rules mm-hmm. for IT. Like, some of these things yes. are universal, sure, but like the place you and I work together, Kyle, it's not the same stuff you do now. Yeah. No, not at right. all. Not we at all. We did literal like not at all. we will help you fix your computer type IT. Yeah. And that kind was of a IT which shit show. Now it's more of just I'm having a problem with your website. Yeah. How do I that's fix this? I, or that's I'm getting this what error message. Yeah. yeah. Which is not what we were no. doing at the Mac company at all. All so. I you know what I do all you know what I've been doing? I've been setting up a new POS and inventory system. That's what I'm working on right now. And you know what? For someone who did inventory at GameStop for a decade, I've done shitty versions of inventories. The thing I'm setting up now, <laughs> piece of cake. Um, okay. It's just, you know, there your you skills, go. tech stuff will transfer. Everyone needs IT help. Everyone needs, if you're younger too, like they would love younger IT help. Um, yes. It's just, but like there's so many places, like you guys work from home. Um yeah, like it's which is great. Yeah, it's great for you guys. It works so well for me. I, I <laughs> respect yeah. it. I can't do it. I can't work from home. It's distracting for me. I'd rather go to an. I have my own office. I just sit in all day now, which is my, nice. But my distractions are, you know, if the animals are getting out of control. Well, but but uh, that's not too bad. Yeah, like most yeah. of this. Look, look up IT jobs. Look in your area. Don't look in your area. Do what Kyle did. Carpet bomb. Yeah. Carpet bomb stuff online. For anything, it's like work I, from home if that's what you um, want to do. Uh, yeah, I just – I basically – I had to get out of a different job and situation that – I'm not going to go into that one. Well. But, um, I literally just went on Indeed, bombed it one day, and then I think I had two other places that had contacted me. But like this I had within a couple days of having my interview and then was just set. And they, they literally called me or just like – Hey, are you, you know, are you, you know, available to work starting this date? Okay. Are you okay with this amount of money? And I was just like, uh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, kind of a situation. So, you know, yeah. And I was and ready to go. And they send you your stuff. I've been good you get since. It set up. You go through training. Yeah. Even that yeah. job that you and I worked at in between, they got us our stuff. We went through training. We, they taught us yeah. the things we needed to know, which were jokes. Um, yeah, uh, it's just there a lot there, the way that, yeah. well, the way that that company was structured was a joke. And it's funny cause they don't even do this stuff that you and I had to do there anymore. They, uh, yeah, they, uh, they are not. Them. So they're still a company, but they abandoned that portion of the company as I predicted. Yeah. And it's funny because after I was actually helping someone else, cause we had had multiple people that went from where we were at the Mac job and flipped over to this place and then kind of one by one, like you were there for a little bit, obviously that's a different yeah. situation, but I was there for almost a year. And then one by one towards the end, I started seeing these people leaving, kind of like, leaving, I'm out, leaving, I'm finding something leaving, else, yeah. I'm out. And it was getting worse and worse and deteriorating. But uh, one of the other people that had jumped ship with us, he he was really looking to get out. And I, at the time I was, I was very close to maybe getting him into where I work now. But then he ended up getting an offer for for something else that was a lot more money, and I was like, "Well, you'd be an idiot." Yeah, you'd be stupid. That. So, yeah, yeah. but he was able to get out. But I remember telling him at that time, "I'm like, dude, by the end of this year, and this was last year, I'm like, they're gonna just shutter this department because after I left, they had not gained any new employees. Right? They had only lost more. And I was like, if they're not bringing new people, well, like, in, they're not looking to continue. I this. went in with in that training class with one other person who quit within a week. And it was just me <laughs> and the training for that That's job was a too. joke. But again, this is, this is stuff that like, I had no idea what that stuff was ahead of time. Went through two no. weeks of training. was like, I got it mm-hmm. and moved on. Yeah. There are those, these jobs exactly. exist. Retail mm-hmm. is oh, yeah. not the answer. Please. 
it is i'll say it is amazing how much you don't realize this type of job exists on the other side you just think oh there isn't anything else out there like retail is not the answer all the no. time so uh but yeah we can yeah we can move on from that but yeah get, get out get out please get <laughs> out if you got out please, please tell us we'd like to hear it we should we should keep like a, a success a survivor story like probably list should. of people <laughs> at this point at the top um there you go there you go Final email this week comes from Kara from Fresno, California. Hey, guys. Curious what you all thought about the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I believe she wrote in last week asking if we were going to yeah, watch it. I did not get to it I have yet. seen it. You guys can talk okay. about it. I have fine. seen it. Matt, you have seen it. I was. I think I believe I was a little more positive on it than you were. Yeah. I gave it a 7 out of 10. But I, I will say, like, we were – we watched it while carving pumpkins. I did not carve a pumpkin the entire time I watched that movie because I was enjoying the movie. <laughs> Um, it is not perfect. Um, oh no! It. I'll say this: like for for a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, it does do what you want it to do, which is having those animatronics kill people. But it only does it once, and then it kind yeah. of steers in a little bit different direction. And I think um, that's where I fell off versus where you fell off. It has because... this weird tone shift. For like 20 minutes of that movie where like we immediately go from like, okay, these people break into uh, Freddy Fazbear's whatever pizza place. And then these things murder. And I'm talking for a PG-13 movie pretty fucked up. Like they show one girl get cut in half. And I was shocked that they showed it. No blood. Sure. Keep in mind at the actual cut. But like they showed her half of her body fall. And I was like, wow, for uh, for this movie, that's kind of fucked up for a PG-13 movie. But whatever. But then it kind of almost has this tonal shift where they do explain the backstory um, and and they do get into the lore of that universe, which is good. They should. Um, but they, it has this shift from like being, you know, a spooky, scary movie to all of a sudden kind of like lighthearted a little bit with yeah. the main character and his uh, younger sister who then starts to hang, like comes with him to work and then befriends those animatronics. I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of a deceptive twist with that later on in the movie, but it's just to go from like this scene of seeing these people murdered pretty violently to, Hey, we're, we're just uh, tickling this little girl, you know, these animatronics. It's a little weird tonal shift where I was like, ah, yeah. this is weird. Um, but overall I enjoyed it. I'm happy. It did extremely well. Like even being on Peacock, it made $78 million Number in the box one. office. It's over one of, it is already, the highest, right? It is. It's the highest grossing horror movie of the year. It'll save Bloomhouse from Exorcist Believer, which I did also watch since the last podcast. It's fucking terrible. Don't watch it. Um, that I'm not going to even get into it. It's just it's a terrible fucking movie. Uh, but this, I, I enjoyed it. I would like to see another Five Nights at Freddy's movie, but I really hope in it. a follow-up, they get a little more into animatronics killing people than this one. And I will also say, and I'm sure, Matt, you'll agree, the killer portion of it is most predictable fucking thing you'll ever see in a movie. Like any horror movie, like the minute that guy was like, tell him I have this one job. I'm like, he's going to be the bad guy. Like, exactly. So, so, and I, I I mean, I think for me, it was a five out of 10. Yeah. It it was predictable. I I did like, I, I thought it would have served. It's, I guess the lore of five nights of Freddy better as a slasher movie. It would have than, than the way that they did it. I'm not mad at the let story. Me ask you like, a, I understand let me ask you a question why they did it. About the movie. Yeah. Because 
Okay. It's rated PG-13 for a reason. <laughs> because it the is, yeah. audience of that movie is 13. Let's be fair. Like, yeah. So do you think, I don't think you should be taking a kid under 13 to see No, no, no. But I'm saying, really but I'm saying like, yeah, they uh, made uh, it this way so that 13-year-olds could see it. And that's oh, why yeah. it made this much money. So do you think that affects – do you think – like obviously you didn't like it because it was PG-13 and it probably should be R. Do you think – obviously making sequels are going to have to say PG-13. Like do you think that's exactly. going to affect your willingness to see a, a next one? Because you know, now you know what it is. You know the yeah. level of the movie and where it could go. Maybe they'll have to get more creative with how they could do kills and make, make you know. I think for how, the, like, again, it, it, it's only one real scene of the movie where they do any real killing that they show. But I think for a PG-13 movie, it was very effective. Where, like I said, for me, I was surprised how much they did show. In that right. killing, it's just I wanted more of that in the movie, and they don't do that. So. And that's kind of where I see your point, Dan. Because honestly, I won't watch another one. If, okay, if yeah. they do Five Nights at Freddy Two, I won't catch it because <laughs> it, it's nothing against PG thirteen. I mean, a lot of horror movies are PG thirteen right. for the simple fact that they're trying to get that audience right. in so that you know more people are watching it. But the downfall is though, it, it's like I. I've only really played Five Nights at Freddy once. I downloaded it. I I'm tested in the it same out. boat, yeah. It gave me anxiety because I, I don't like the fact that I don't know where they're coming from. Sure. <laughs> and okay. it threw me off. So I, I, I uninstalled it. My son wants to play it, which is why I'm thinking about running to Walmart to see if I can get a copy of it. Yeah, you should. He saw the movie. He's nine. He saw the movie. We actually watch horror movies together. So, like... I watched it before him and I knew it wasn't crazy bad. So I knew he was going to watch it on his own. So it didn't really bother me, but I just, I feel like for the game adapted to a movie, it would have been better served more like Willie's Wonderland was as far as these animatronics. Yeah. Their job is to just murk people because that's all they want to do. I, I don't, I, I understand where the story came and I understand how they got to the point of the yeah. story. So it's not, I'm, it's not like I'm mad about that part, but I just felt like it, 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 it should have done something. Cause I think, I, I think, I think the argument for the movie is it made all this money, right? Because these kids could go see it. Same money. But if you make it yeah. R kids are still going to watch it on Peacock, but oh, yeah. they're not going to get the money. You know what I no. mean? Like kids, right. kids who had access yeah. to it would watch it, but then ticket sales are down. See, I, and I was in the other boat when it ended. When I looked at her, I was like, you know, I'm kind of sad that they did put this on Peacock because I would have liked to see the reaction mm -hmm. because my my favorite movie experience of the year was going to see Evil Dead because that was a full theater and I got oh, that gosh. reaction of all these people. Granted, I was laughing through the entire thing because that's Evil Dead for me. But, I mean, I got those reactions when people are getting killed and stuff in that movie from the audience that I feel like would have been fun to see with kids in this I don't movie, know. I read some know? horror stories yeah, about I how kids were behaving in this movie. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, but are they behaving? Let me ask this: Were they behaving worse than the Taylor Swift eras two or movie? You know what, though, that's a different argument, though, because like, if you're going to see the Taylor Swift movie, you have oh to God. expect that to be a shit show. 
but I've read people yeah. complaining that in, in other movies that they can hear oh, those people singing and, and like, man, and that's, that's the theater's fault. To be fair, like that is the theater's is. fault for yeah. not being like. That's also only AMC theaters. True. To be fair, but yeah, but that is, is like that is the theater's fault for not being like. We're not. We can't show a movie in the theater next to it while this is on. Because <laughs> you exactly. know, you know, you're in a theater. It, depending on the movie playing next door, you can hear the, like the it being loud or vibrations or shit. Yeah, like or especially but, if the theater that you're in, it's a quiet moment, and then the theater next to you is like Godzilla or something. You got yeah, you're gonna hear yeah, a thump. 150 people singing a Taylor Swift song at the same time. <laughs> yes, like we'll yeah, you're like, gonna hear that. But that you go, yeah. you go into that, especially if you're going to see that, you go into that expecting that to be a shit show. If you're going into Five Nights yeah, at Freddy's, yeah. so I would assume some people aren't thinking, oh, I can't believe there's going to be kids here. No, there is because it is. I would have expected it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you well, you and I worked at a GameStop where we couldn't keep Five Nights at Freddy's merchandise in stock. I remember oh when God. it came out, when it first hit off, like, and this is right, like, maybe around the time, like, Minecraft, like, Minecraft had been out for a this little bit. Like this was kind of the next thing that kind of stole a little. Yeah. yeah. 13, like, yeah, around that time. But, like, that shit was insanely huge. Like, those plushies you got, t-shirts. Yeah. I need the golden one. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. And at that time, I was like, I don't know shit about this, dude. <laughs> Who's Chica? This is Who, like, I, I didn't have. even know who these characters were. Yeah. If you'd like to buy it, please buy it. But but they would buy it. Yes, they would. And, like, <laughs> we're talking about, like, parents buying this stuff for kids that are, like, eight or nine. Like my kids, yeah. you know, I let them watch YouTube and I try to watch what they watch, but every so often shit like Huggy Wuggy and shit comes up and, you know, oh, okay. there are people out there yeah. that make, make really fucked Poppy's up YouTube video, kids videos for that yeah. are hidden under the kids yeah. algorithm. And like the Huggy Wuggy's fucking popular as hell. Like I like it because my kid's school has actually banned that shit at school. Thank God. The like, characters? Yes, because okay. – they have That's like interesting. you can get like backpacks where it's got his weird ass grin with like the big teeth. Is that in it. is that really wow, yeah. a is that really that big with kids? Fuck yes. Yeah. My is God. it really okay? No. I have I mean, not I paid. Attention. Has, I mean, I'm not. You probably have some that. kind of direct experience really? with it. But my kids, like if my son, especially like if we're in the mall, you know, like they have those kiosks in the mall. They've got like yeah. the stuffed animals yeah. and shit. There's always ones of them mm-hmm. on there, and they're always like okay. with the crazy ass teeth. My son won't even walk next to it. My, he's like, I hate this thing. I'm not going. Oh, there really? Yet. My my girlfriend has a plushie. Yeah, that's, but that's the thing. Is, the like, but the yeah. thing is, is like, we're talking about <laughs> elementary school kids that are into that kind of shit, and they were into Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, like, yeah. there's definitely. So I, I can say my son isn't into Five Nights at Freddy's as right. heavy. Like, he doesn't want his YouTube channels are more like prank videos sure. or like dudes are like yeah bro i'm gonna like gnarly like take this out you yeah, know yeah, that, yeah, that kind of stupid ass shit. and uh so he doesn't really watch that kind of stuff and it doesn't really but like he's a big horror yeah. fan like he likes all the horror icons chucky michael myers and all. <laughs> I, like he hasn't watched yeah well he can't watch, yeah he can't watch that shit yet but yeah so but the downfall is though he gets scared really yeah. easily. So that's why like I monitor a lot of what we watch yeah, together yeah. because like we've gone through Scream movies together. Okay. I don't really declare Scream as like really scary. No, it's kind it's of a parody. Of, yeah, 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 it's a different. So kind of it movie. doesn't really bother me. Like, and I watched Scream as a kid, but like I won't let him watch Freddy Krueger because that would boy, like, that's that's out. That's yeah, nightmares and shit. You don't want to get that story. Exactly. The next yeah. thing he's not yeah. gonna want to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. But I mean, dudes come into my room before and been like, there's a hand in my closet, Dad. I'm like, shit, dude. Get your ass back yeah. to bed, dude. Because it's <laughs> late. Might be another one. <laughs> I mean, um, but I just, I, I, I like, I mean, I think Five Nights at Freddy has a great market. I think what they yeah. did was smart as far as putting it on Peacock, doing it in the movie. Theater. I do too. I think the next release is definitely going to be in movie theaters yes. only before it hits Peacock because I think. That's where the I think they did this this time to it's see like how well it's to see if people gave a damn. Exactly. Exactly. I think it was a good Yeah, well one. next time it doesn't even have to be like a same day. It could be like it'll be on Peacock in two weeks. Exactly. Do you think do you think any of this is any worse than us watching Goosebumps as a kid? Or t- or not Tales from the Dark Side. I don't remember uh, a kid getting. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? I remember a kid, a Man, kid getting cut show. in half. And was, and that's what I'm trying to think. I don't remember a kid getting eaten in half. Yeah, well, it wasn't a kid; Dude, it was a girl. But still, I hated that. <laughs> are you afraid of the dark episode? Because that there's some dude fucked up episodes. Like he good one on that one kid would be like, I'm cold. Yeah, well, like that's what's fucked up. I have a lot of the clown about hour. There are okay. Do you know about that show, Matt? You ever heard of this? Two super fucked episodes. Okay, the haunting hour is like modern goosebumps. They are made by R.L. Stein. It was a, they were produced in Canada, so they were on some weird channel okay, in Canada. Yeah. They are mm-hmm. fucked up. How about the and and like they don't show deaths, but there are heavily oh, no. implied kids, deaths kids on this show. Kids fucking die on this show. How about the one with the dream guy, like the spider Fuck dude, that thing where that girl gets tra- like trapped in the dream, yeah. and it's pretty spider much implied fucking she's fucking dead. It There's is one crazy. Called, How about the house one? The house one's where fucked. the girls just morphed into the house. How about the, the, like, it is fucked the, up. The demon picture. They're one? on the server, yeah. Matt. They're on the server. Okay. The, okay. the, the demon picture one. <laughs> we're like, how about the one? My favorite one of all of them is the one with the gremlin that's in the wall. It's oh, called yeah, Walls. Yeah. It's like the second episode. Literally, this thing in the walls. And all of a sudden, like, the kid opens a cupboard, and there's this, like, little gremlin thing. He's like, I'm going to kill your parents. Like, it literally, yeah. it's just like, what is you happening? Know, like, you, you, remember, fucking you remember my favorite, yeah. Kyle, the one that got us started on it, right? Pumpkinhead. <sighs> Which one was it? Yeah, it is fun. Oh. Yeah, Pumpkinhead. Okay. Fucked yeah, you up. need to, it is. All right, I'm going to You need to go deep shows, dive it. These it are shows amazing. that are aimed at, like, but it, 13. 14. 11, 12, 13. It's funny because it's like a genre of TV show. Because remember, I found I, – what was the other one that I discovered a couple of years ago? And there's only like 10 episodes of it. But I had that weird one. Are you talking about the one that ran in the early – like the late – maybe mid-2000s? I got it and like put that, it on yeah. it, it was, it was like, an R.L. Stein thing There's like a kid. He went down like yeah. a water slide. He ended up in some like other world or some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shows – that's like a whole weird genre of stuff. But like kids – Kids are into horror, and like this Five Nights at Freddy's thing, like they did it perfect. Goosebumps was my gateway as a oh, kid, yeah. so like, I read every yeah. fucking Goosebumps book. To, or, Alone in the Dark, or not Alone in the Dark, Afraid of the Dark. Um, uh, scary Stories to Tell yeah, in the Dark was the, the book, book I honestly mm-hmm. read a lot of too. The books fucked up too. Okay. I mean, as a the kid, I saw I saw episodes of Tales from the Dark Side as a kid. So oh, my dad, that was on my like UPN or something, Twilight and then guys, yeah, so I watch it all the time. I've seen that so Outer many times now through. <laughs> there you go. I love, Outer Limits good. is probably my favorite of like those good kind one. of things. Yeah, that's a good Some one. Really fucked up, but story yeah, too, but I just I didn't realize that that Huggy Wuggy thing was that big. Oh god, so yeah. huge! <laughs> that it was so big, it's banned from I school. Hate that stupid ass. Yeah, thing. I hate it. <laughs> and like so it was dumb. literally like on some kid's backpack, and they were okay. like, I remember he had it one day, he never had it again. <laughs> that kid was told the no, kid was told, their, parents, their parents were told no because it's oh, got man. it's a creepy looking fucking thing but like this Five Nights at Freddy's movie yeah. man it did so well 
Huggy Wuggy's coming. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna absolutely. now that they stand well, especially Bloomhouse, they're gonna go in there and gonna they're gonna try to license all this shit. Any like weird absolutely. I'm surprised there's not like a like a backrooms movie yet, right? That's been big it's enough. Surprising that you would think that that's a big enough, enough games thing out there that... about it. Like they, you know, they try to do it with Slenderman and stuff, but I think they tried to take that too far out of what it is. If they did yeah. for that yeah. movie, yeah. Um, Have you seen? Uh, I know this is off topic, but there's a game that's going around now where it's like Don't Scream. Yeah, I saw it. It's lame as hell. Heard of it? Okay. Yeah. I watched. I I've watched the full it. like you know because it's 18 minutes. Like eighteen minute playthrough of it, it's just don't scream at jump scares. That's pretty much all it is. Oh, yeah, man. and the mm-hmm. person I watched did it in one go and was like, "Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's and like it's nice. supposed to be interesting because it's like dynamic and it's not the same run every time. And you're kind of walking around this for it looks incredible. Like the visuals in it okay. are yeah. amazing. But okay, that's all it was. It wasn't anything new. You know, okay, could do something better with the that's concept it. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're a little. I guess we're a little divided on Five Nights Free. I don't know. I, I maybe I just have a soft spot for horror. Hey. So, but again, if you do it wrong, like Exorcist Believer, then I I will. Well, you know that movie. Oh five my Nights. God. Five Nights could have. It certainly could have been worse, right? Let me put it this way: It cost Bloomhouse four hundred million dollars just to get the rights to make an oh, Exorcist man. movie. They were planning to do a trilogy, which is not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. It's okay though. They're gonna make all that money back on Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's, so like oh, yeah. it'll be fine. But like, I, I just they were gonna do a trilogy, no. and like I don't even know how after well, watching you'll that. Get a, you'll get a trilogy. Of five I, okay, I'll give you a little thing about Exorcist Believer. Its biggest sin, it's boring. Mm. It is an Exorcist movie that is just boring. Where I sat there and I was just like, like the problem with that is everything that you did 50 years ago was shocking because it's the first right. time they ever did it in a movie. Yeah. You We've seen different. hundreds of exorcism movies now. Nothing being done in this movie is shocking at all. It's just kind of like, okay, that's a Tuesday night exorcist movie I'm watching. You know, like it's, it's yeah. been done a hundred times and nothing here does it any different or original. And the way they tie it back in, the worst thing is they brought back that uh, Ellen Burstyn, the the mom from the original movie. She's in the movie for ten minutes, only to only to set, have something horrific happen to blind her. I won't spoil it, and that's it. It's they one brought of those this woman where, back like, after fifty years to take her eyesight. Yeah. yeah, and then they have a scene with her at the end, which I won't spoil. But it's it, it's one of those who cares, but like. To get this woman who has been on record already like she didn't want to come back. I don't know how this woman agreed to do this movie knowing what they were going to do with this character. I would have been like, fuck it. Yeah, it had to have been money, money, money. So half of that $200 million. (laughs) There you go. Was that one of the, you know, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's trash. Don't watch it. Don't don't bother. Don't waste your time. Don't worry. Next recording, I will have a review of the Marvels. I cannot him. wait. I can't wait for that weekend. Oh. I told my girlfriend that's my event of the year. I'm I just also, can't wait to see it. I am it. also going to see that, train that Digimon movie because you are going to see it. To, okay. right? It's in theaters. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't. That's why I told her today. I'm like, I don't know what the next movie I even care to go see the theater. She won't even go see Aquaman. So no, I don't because you can, there's a reason why well, which we don't need to get if it. If you want to go to that, I'll probably go to that. But um, okay, we can, I would like to see Aquaman drag just because I want to see, see him okay. one more I would like time to see it. before he's gone. Do you know why I want to see it? Because I get more Ocean Master, yeah, and I love Ocean Master, yeah. 
and Patrick Wilson. Yeah. So, um, but we can go ahead and we can wrap up as always. Send your emails to podcast five seventy two at gmail dot com. Otherwise, we will be back in another two weeks for another edition of the podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe.